Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into the Big Hunker Podcast. We have a big giveaway going on this week only. It ends on Friday, uh, what is it, August the 11th or something like that. We have a major giveaway going on. The Mr. Corey over there at Double T British Kennels is giving away a brand new puppy. We're throwing in a Lucky Duck Kennel coming with a Moe Marsh uh, blind and dog stand. A lot of good stuff. Go to our Facebook. Six months worth of Perina dog food. And five months and of five training. five months of training. Thank you very much, Double T. So go to our Facebook page, The Big Honker Podcast. It has got everything uh, listed on what you got to do to get entered to it. It's this week only, so you better hurry up and do it. Also, go over to our YouTube channel, The Big Honker Podcast. Get subscribed to it. Every Thursday evening, we are releasing a brand new episode of our series, The First Family of Waterfowl. It is season two. And it is very, very good. So go and, check it out. And look us up on Patreon at the Big Honker Podcast. We release three videos a week. It costs you $3 a month. And there will be more goodies tied to it. So this podcast is brought to you by Shin Gear at ShinGear.com. They are releasing all sorts of good stuff. They just came out with a brand new pullover just yesterday. Jeff got it in uh, yesterday also as it was released. So Jeff will have to tell you how it is, uh, on the three and a half hunts a year that he does. Um, <laughs> the bibs are phenomenal. I was lucky enough to torture test them last year. They're great. They're waterproof. They're wind resistant or windproof. Hell, you don't feel any wind, uh, great material and great people over there at shin gear. Their waders are out of this world and they have a guarantee. They will stand behind their waders for as long as you stand in them. So if you ever have any problems with any garments that are from Shin Gear, send it back. They'll fix it and get it right back out to you in a timely manner, which is important. ShinGear.com, go check them out. Also, we're brought to you by Pacific Calls at PacificCustomCalls.com. They're releasing some new calls. They've got another spec call coming out, the BBS, and they've got a big goose call coming out. The BBG, it is going to cater to the guys that are chasing the big geese, so... My favorite is still the BA Lesser call. It is the one that I choose and the PCD duck call. So I know a lot of guys are moving to the no name. I'm a PCD guy. But head over to PacificCustomCalls.com and get whatever you're going to need for this coming waterfowl season because it's coming shortly. We're also brought to you by Double T British Kennels, BritLabs.com. Mr. Corey over there that's doing the giveaway, he has an 18-month wait list. The proof is in the pudding. He's putting out some phenomenal dogs. We'll have a couple dogs out here this year at Stanfield Outfitters. So hardworking, good dogs, good pets, good citizens, just great good attitude. Overall. You, you you can't go wrong with Double T British Kennels. You just and, can't do it. And Corey is a stand up guy. I mean, he goes above and beyond for his clients, and his dogs are just a testament to the hard work that he puts into them. A good man with a great, great, great company. So check them out, BritLabs.com, and you can get on a waiting list or send him an email. And, you know, if you've already got a dog, he can help you in the training of it. So send him an email, check them out, BritLabs.com. Also, we're brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. You are missing a major, major advantage if you are not shooting Boss Shot Shells. Uh, the Stanfield Nines, you need to call or email them. Order them direct. Get a hold of Meg at the shop. She can take care of you on the Stanfield Nines. The best teal load you can buy this year. Yes. And dove load. If you're hunting some state land or federal land that doesn't allow non-toxic, the nines are going to be great for dove hunting too. So, um, And then as far as waterfowl loads, just get the old standard. The old two and three quarter inch, three five blend. It's the way that I rock New war chiefs will be day. out this month. War chiefs are coming out. They got a lot of cool stuff uh, going on over there. 
uh, sign up to everything that they got going on. They've got uh, different email email letters and newsletters coming out, so you can stay up to date on everything that Boss has going on. But major, major advantage once you switch to Boss. So, Also, we're brought to you by Lucky Duck. They have got a lot of brand new stuff. They've got a brand new spinner out. Uh, you know, if you're a goose hunter, you know this. Once the spinner's going, uh, there's nothing worse than geese come in and you got to turn off the spinner and wing side up. It always stinks. White side up. So they have figured out a way, white side down, black on top. So it's going to be black and white. That contrast is going to catch the eye of the bird a lot easier. Also, dove season is coming up for a lot of people down here in the southern states of Texas. They've got great dove spinners. The more the merrier. Dove will do it just like teal will. So get you three or four of those dove spinners if you've got a dove hunt coming up. You're not going to regret it. They've also got dog kennels, five-star crash test rated. They fit the big boys in there like Lou. Uh, I cannot say enough about Lucky Duck. Everything that they do is great, and they're always trying to find a way of improving. So head over to LuckyDuck.com and pick from any of the various items that they have. You're not going to be disappointed. Brand new ice eaters out too. They're in the ice eater game. Yep, the floating ones. That's right. We're also brought to you by Hemp Hill Farms for your CBD needs. Listen, I'm getting a little bit older, so I got more aches and pains than I used to have. I take I take Hemp Hill every night. I take a gummy before I go to bed. And the roll-on, I absolutely love. I'm old. I get in the pool. My grandkids wear me the hell out. They think I'm a jungle gym. The knees are sore when I get out of the swimming pool from wrestling with them for hours at a time. Put on some salve or the roll-on. Put it right on my knee. Quits hurting within a minute. I like the roll-on. Got a little bit going. Got a little something going on with my ankle and Achilles. So just roll it on and the pain goes away. He's also got uh, pet CBD. So uh, if you have a dog that gets a little bit anxious, maybe when the guns are going off, or he's just a bucket bronco until the first flock comes in. Maybe check out some pet so CBD. You're going to keep Lou zoned up all year I'm long, gonna, right? I'm going to keep him doped up. Yep. He's <laughs> going to be, he'll be pissing hot by the end of the year. So, uh, but no, great, great people, all natural, uh, all organically grown. And, you know, the, the way that they do everything, high, high quality over there at Hemp Hill Farms. And first time customers get, save a little bit of money. If you got the ouchies and everyone that's older has an ouchie, whether it's a shoulder, an elbow, or anything, the roll on is so easy. You just roll it, just, just put it on, and it, man, it doesn't burn like being gay. There's no side effects. It just it makes you quit hurting. I highly recommend it. Hemphillfarm.com with a PH. We're also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. They have revolutionized the silhouette game. It is still the most cost-effective way of having a nice waterfowl spread. Uh, you can get five or ten dozen of the silhouettes, and you know you're in the game pretty much anywhere in the in North America. And you don't have to break the bank doing it. They've revolutionized silhouettes and they've revolutionized silosocks, which is a very good way of adding movement to your spread. I cannot uh, recommend socks enough. Put them out there. Wind's moving. You got natural motion. And all motion is not created equal. The folks over at Dive Bomb Industries figured out a way of having natural looking motion added to your spread with the socks. So head over to Dive Bomb Industries. You can order right from their website, and it'll ship straight to your door. Also, we're brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. It's the way we start our morning here at the Big Honker Lodge every single day. They have a blend for you. My preference is the Missouri Boat Ride blend, but they've got it all. they got suns up, guns up, high velocity, first flight, whatever you're into. And my summertime favorite 
is the cold brew. It's how I spend my afternoons every single day. A little cold brew, a little bit of sorcery, and it's my afternoon pick-me-up. So head over to Dirty Duck Coffee. They're great guys over there at Dirty Duck Coffee. If you're going to any of the uh, coming hunting shows, game fairs coming up, I know they're going to be at it. So stop by the booth, get your morning pick-me-up. Also, we're brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. They are the reason that we still have ducks. They are the leader in wetland conservation and I am so excited to be attached to Ducks Unlimited. Great okay. group of guys. It's it's season. It's time to go to the banquets. Go buy you some raffle tickets. Buy you gun or win some guns. Buy paintings, decoys. You can fill up your whole house at one DU event on perfect stuff for that perfect man cave. And it all goes to a great, great, great source, which is to build wetlands so we can have ducks to hunt. Support them because they're supporting us as duck hunters. Also, we're brought to you by Mossberg, mossberg.com, and we've got some new guns showing up here shortly. Yes, we will have the new. We'll have some over-unders. Me and Andy will be shooting over-unders for our TV show, and we will have. they are providing guns again for our Gold Star Hunt. Can't say a, thank you enough for that. There will be eight young men and or women. I think there's a little girl, too, coming this year. For the Gold Star Hunt, Mossberg is very, very, very charitable of them. I don't even know if that's the word I should use. It's very nice of them to donate these guns to these kids for a great cause. It's a great company. The 940 Waterfowl, we shot those last year. Great guns. Reach out, grab you a Mossberg, shoot it, and try it, and see if you don't like it. They're good guns. Also, we're brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialties, maker of the Stanfield Stool. It's going to save my back all this coming waterfowl season. And they've got a brand-new blind caddy coming out. Keep, I'm going to be able to just be like having a TV dinner in there. I'll have a place for my coffee to go, and I'll have me a little workstation set up. So alphaoutdoorspecialties.com, you can go there, you can hit the shop button, and all of their stuff, you can see what all they're coming up with. So Great guys, the flooded timber guys, I'm telling you right now, their gun magnet that goes on the trees is the best thing I've ever seen for flooded timber. And be looking for that blind caddy, because it's what I'm going to be using all year long. Also, we're brought to you by the Looking Glass Podcast. Logan and Rebel put on a great show. If you like this one, head over to their Patreon account, Patreon, and just type in the Looking Glass Podcast, and you can be a part of the group of degenerates that are listening to their show. They're hilarious. It is a great way of killing long road trips, listening to Logan and Rebel. And, you know, every once in a while, you'll gain a little bit of knowledge. So Logan and Rebel are great dudes, and we always look forward to seeing them out here at the Big Honker Lodge. So check them out on Patreon, subscribe to everything they got going on, and get prepared to laugh. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Dove season's just around the corner. We are in full off-season or full preparation for Dove Eve out here at the Big Honker Lodge. It's going to be here before we know it. We got a couple dates available. Give us a call, 940-658-3172. Ask for Shin Gear's Husky model because he's the one that answers the phone and we will have your email. I have the Monday and Tuesday before Thanksgiving. I have an opening then, and I think I have, I actually have a weekend. I have a, the November 17th, 18th weekend. I have a group opening then. I had a group move their date to another date, so that is open. That's all I have in November. The Monday, Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and that weekend before Thanksgiving, I think, is the weekend that I have a, a spot for one group. Hunting's outstanding then. That's a great time to come. I still got some times, some days in December. Got the week after Christmas and the week before Christmas. I have a couple spots open still. So, anyways, give me a call. We appreciate you listening to us and check out all of our stuff we have. We've got the Patreon account, Big Honker Podcast. We got the YouTube channel. It's got a giveaway. Don't forget it. Thank you. God bless you and be safe.
All right, this episode of the podcast, we have Zach Bailey on with us. He is a pilot. He is a private jet pilot flying those PJs around all over the globe. And uh, he is a round earther, him and Jeff. So he gets on here and we have a little debate. Flat earth, round earth. Disclaimer, I am not a flat earther. Jeff has pushed me into the corner where I must defend flat earthers. So take that disclaimer for what it's worth. The earth is most likely round. So here we go. Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought to you by Dirty Duck. If your coffee sucks, it's not the duck. I'm Jeff Stanfield with Flat Earther, world famous Andy Shaver. I've become a flat earther now. Everybody's starting to wonder that. With us today. Man, it's going to debunk me. Yes, a private <laughs> captain. PJs, flying them PJs. G5s, G4s, the way Andy famous, the famous <sighs> Andy likes to travel himself, Mr. Zach Bailey. Zach, how are you doing, sir? Hey, gentlemen. Good morning. How are y'all? So, did you tell me you grew up in Destin, Florida? Destin, Florida. That'd be a good place uh, to grow up. It, it was, it, it grow, it's changed so much now. Uh, back in the day, you know, now the big bass pros there, Destin Commons, all that. You remember, I mean, I'm only 27. I mean, you remember when it was nothing. Let so, me, let me tell you something about that. When I was, I'm 55. When I was seven, eight, nine years old, we would go to Destin in the summer for vacation. When I was probably, I'm going to say 78 or 79, so I was probably about 10, there wasn't nothing there. I mean, it was literally a, just a little sleepy village on the Florida Panhandle. So when we went, yeah. we went to St. George Island, I guess probably about 06, maybe, Andy, is that right? Uh yeah, and I, had, right I hadn't been there in twenty years, and I was like, I was shocked at the fucking traffic jams and shit. That's a very that's a big ass metroplex now of people. No, really, and you know, ninety eight, I'm mean, it's going. I mean, it's almost like a Houston Texas highway now. I mean, it's it's just gone. I think it's three lanes, four lanes in some spots now, going through you know, Destin proper. And then you get out towards 30A and those people are, you know, mind of their own. So, you know, it's, it's changed, it's changed a lot. That's for sure. Beautiful place though. It is a beautiful place. The water there's amazing. Yeah. As you say, I grew up flying there. That was the, I mean, you could sit at 500 feet and see everything. I mean, you'd see the bottom I mean, ship, you know, there's not too many shipwrecks, but you'd see dolphins, sharks, whales, all the time so it was nice to fit you know growing up fishing as well so it's crazy the amount of wealth that they say is just sitting on the bottom of the ocean floor it's just out there somewhere oh I, I mean you go bahamas you know talk about um if you fly into the bahamas you know you have uh let's see nassau and then yeah. there's a couple of the 
private islands, um, which, you know, been, a few of them have airports and you know, fly in and out of, you'll see these huge lagoons and you'll no kidding see shipwreck, shipwreck, big hole, shipwreck. I mean, the entire time flying in. So, I guess on these private islands, we're talking about the Epstein Island. He had a private little airstrip there himself. <laughs> I've never been to that one, but um, <laughs> Thank I, goodness. I, I, I was going to say, uh, what a uh, friend of mine, the, uh, well, I was going to say friend, girlfriend now, and uh, she's been invited five times by Johnny Depp to his private island. She said no all five times. That's my claim to fame now. Really? Yeah. To Johnny and Depp's we'll, private island or for Epstein's Johnny private? John, Johnny Depp's. Okay. How did how's that connection even possible? Well, we he was a uh, she's a flight attendant and uh, she's a he, smoke he, show he, is what you're telling us. Yeah, so the uh, she's she's not hard on the eyes, that's for sure. <laughs> and uh, no, but that's that's my claim to fame. You know, they they flew you know I think five times, so it was he was just a regular passenger. And um, apparently he's a great guy. I'd like to meet him, shake his hand, and say, "Hey, you got a good taste too." <laughs> you know? She's actually going home with me, so you've got incredible taste. But just you know, you almost had her. Yeah, I told her. You know, I was gonna say the. Uh, I always say, you know, he can, he can invite me, and we both can go. It'll be all right. So. <laughs> but. They've got, I guess there's a new Netflix documentary about Depp and Depp v. Heard or something like that. So I might have to check that out. That kind of gripped me for a little bit. Uh, no, I know. Well, I was, I mean, we were, that was our busy time of the year, so I never watched the trial, but at least from his, and I, I don't know anything about the trial or anything like that, but from what I heard, he's, he's a great guy to talk to. You know, very artistic, can sing well, paint, the whole thing. So I don't know if we're choosing sides on that one, but. Oh, she was a fucking batshit gold digging whore. Is what she was. Well, she was. Well, she, okay. I mean, I'm she's going. Well, no, she's an actress too. Is she an actress, or she just sleep with the right people? That, I, mean, I mean, that's like that's, saying that Kamala sounds, Harris is a good no, vice president. That sounds like that's most of Hollywood. It's all about who you sleep with. Well, that that's probably was true. She, who was that? Um, was it Weinstein, yeah. the producer? Um, well, I mean, uh, there are allegations that Jennifer Lawrence did that to get the Hunger Games role, and like nobody knew who she was until the Hunger Games came out. So, people, at, yeah. the the press has pressed her a little bit, and she has alluded to the fact that there were some inappropriate exchanges. So there wasn't an knocking act. knocking Amber Heard for saying, "Well, is she an actress or did she just sleep with the right people?" That's most of Hollywood. Does she have any kind of prominent roles? Is she yeah, a she's good an actress? Aquaman? I haven't seen Aquaman. I haven't seen so it, it either, it. but it was a it was a hit. There's a good chance if your ass was sitting on Gilligan's Island in 1965 and you were female, you probably slept with someone to get your role. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean that's, that's what they. Just, I mean, that's how Marilyn Monroe got all of her roles. So, God boy, rest her soul. Yeah. Boy, they had good taste because she was a hottie for sure. Yeah, but some of the people she had mm -hmm. to sleep with wasn't all that great. But that's, I mean, that that's that's Hollywood in a nutshell. Um, I seen where uh, while we're talking off the record of what we're going to talk about being a pilot and stuff. Did you see that there's a bunch of children missing in Hawaii now? Yeah. That's honest. a terrible, terrible tragedy over there, but it makes you wonder how many of them kids are, are just disappeared or not on an Island somewhere. I mean, it's sad the way our world is and how we think about stuff these days. I, I'm not even going to think about that. Well, that's just the way the world is. If Oprah's involved, something's wrong. Hmm. Zach, can you hear us? Or we lose you again. I think we lost Zach again. Earlier he could hear us, but we'll we'll see. Zach, if you can hear us, wink. 
<laughs> He's frozen. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna go there, Jeff. On the the, the Hawaii deal? Yeah. It's absolutely terrible. Well, I don't, even, just know, the whole I don't ad, even know why you would think that way. Why I would think that way? Yeah. Because there's there was four hundred kids at the school system. There's two hundred kids missing. Missing. Right. Well, they had a major fire go through there, Jeff. Well, I don't trust anyone to do with our government. And mm-hmm. I don't trust anything about that. Something, there's something Fugazi happened in Hawaii. Oh. It's not just a normal fire. Might be Fugazi the way that they've told you the earth is around all these years. We'll trust the government on that. It's okay, Jeff. <laughs> You're going to buy into this flat earth shit. I'm more not more. buying into yeah. it. But for here's the thing. Here's the thing. To just easily dismiss it is one thing. To easily I'm, dismiss what? The flat earth. To just be like, no, 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 no. They're, they're, they've told us the truth on that. But then with this, they have a tragic fire. We've all seen the fire, and you're like, yep, kids are on an island somewhere. They're sex slaves now. No, no, that's no, That's no. where I your mind... There's kids that's missing. Some, that's something... That, no, but you said that they're probably on an island somewhere. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. Okay, no. but, you know, for, for, you to, for your mind to go there on a fire, but to just hand wave the flat earth thing away and hand wave the, the moon landing away... It just doesn't make any sense. Well, speaking of moon landings, India landed a manned craft, an unmanned craft today on the moon. That's what they tell us. So you don't buy into any of the moon stuff. I don't. So if you can't see it, you don't buy, believe it. Like 100%? Can you do that? Like, it's got to be a percentage, the right? Moon, the moon landing, I have questions on. The okay, flat earth, I don't. But it's just it's just how much, how much of it do you believe? I'm waiting for you to explain to me what flat earth part you believe. What part of the flat earth do you believe? Less than 50%. Less than 50? Shit, that's way up there still. So like 48% or like 36 or like 12? Between 20 and 30. Between 20. So do you... (laughs) (laughs) See, you're 20% on board that the earth's flat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Probably about the same that I am with... uh, the moon landing. I'm probably 30% on the moon landing, but I'm like 100% that the earth is not flat. 100%? That the earth is not flat, You've seen yes. everything. You've I've done all your own research. I've seen satellite orbit, yes. You, you don't think that there's any way that that could be CGI? Not any Not any part CGI. of you. Yeah. I've seen the fucking satellites fly for years over. You can, lay, you can sit outside and watch satellites go over across. The stars are moving. Yes, that's a satellite way up there. But nothing, nothing, you're at 100%. I don't see how you can be at 100%. That's like absolutely certain, laid eyes on it. So when Sputnik got put in the atmosphere in the 60s, you think it was all part of the big plan for 2023? <laughs> I don't I don't know what Sputnik is. You there, Zach? Yeah. Can you hear us, Zach? He's probably heard this whole thing, and he's just been waiting to interject. He changed now. Can you hear us? Nope, lost him again. Um, yeah, I... Got yes, sir. Can you hear us? I can. We're having a debate on this flat <laughs> We're earth not bullshit. Having a debate. Andy, Andy, just, Andy so, is thirty percent that the Earth is flat. Between twenty and thirty, I'm ninety-nine point. No, I'm a hundred percent. The so, Earth is round. The um, I was gonna say I heard I heard y'all's conversation. So again, he a hundred percent Earth's round. Right, that's my stance of it. Now, with that being said. Can you can't unless you're an astronaut, you can't prove it. Right. So that's where I'm so, at the hundred percent. Like I can't be. I'm not a hundred percent on anything. You're thirty percent. Earth's flat. Right. That's a big percent. Is it thirty percent? Yeah. That's, that's less than that's. 
No, that's not big at all. That's riding the special bus 30%. Right. That's not good. <laughs> no, for you, it's not. You're right. You're not, Andy. You're no. coming across. No. <laughs> if you're at 30%, uh, that's I'll... that's less than. so. We know percents. Right. Okay. Well, I, you know, I, I didn't know, Jeff. <laughs> so tell us, Zach, as a pilot, what's the highest you've ever flown altitude wise? 50,000 feet, 40,000? Uh, 40, 45. Coasted back from Germany yesterday at 45. So. Can you see the curvature um, of the earth from up there? Okay, so I've actually, I would argue yes, yes and no. Like you could you could argue that point either, either way, right? Because, I mean, you'd have to get a laser level protractor out. But when you're at, like, let's, it, it, dawn and dusk is when it's the best time on like one of those perfect days. Um, you, you can tell there's it's not a perfect flat um especially another uh, another thing when you're you know weather so let's say there's a, you know y'all are in west texas y'all are familiar with this huge you know 60 70,000 foot thunderstorms right if i take off from la and we climb straight to altitude in theory you'd be able to see it mm-hmm. um now with that being said you know you have haze in the atmosphere and just to again i'm hundred percent earth round, but uh, you have haze and atmosphere and, and all that. But I mean, in theory, if it was flat, you'd be able to see, you know, weather over Texas from LA. How far, how close do you have to get to it before you start having to, before you can start seeing it on the horizon, Arizona, um, Mexico? It's usually, uh, I, I would say probably, let's say we'll use, um, you know, Tyler, Texas, for example. So just on the other side of Dallas, You'll start seeing it right around the Panhandle region, you know, around Lubbock, generally on a per, you know perfect clear kind of day, you know, haze layer or anything like that. Um, in, in general, and then um, an- another thing too, I was gonna say, I know. So I'll be completely honest with you. We have a we had we had a pilot that was a hundred percent, not thirty, not twenty, not fifty, not sixty, a hundred percent flat earther. <laughs> why okay but why um why was he a flat earther um i so we actually i I could go and look it up we we did a q a session with him you know when you on that airplane for nine hours you get bored so i mean he was he was talking about the earth's on pillars you know he can prove it that the sun doesn't yeah it's like a hole in the sky or something like that and the antarctica is an ice wall (laughs) <laughs> but again, the same, he, it was more or less like we just needed shit to talk about. And, you know, <laughs> it's a pretty good one. <laughs> that'll get, that'll get you about six hours. So at, at least six, seven hours, <laughs> but I have been painted into this flat earth corner and I'm not, I'm not a you flat just said 30%, 20 to 30%. I can't say with any degree of certainty. That's more prob. That's that. That's more likely that the Earth is round than it is that it's flat in my mind. But I can't get to a hundred percent because I've never seen it. If you have, now nah, I'm even going to say that analogy because I don't want to make you look bad because I don't want to have to listen to your mom get onto me for that. So we'll just go along with your thirty percent on this deal. Twenty to thirty. Here's the thing: if the Earth was flat, you should be able to see the mountain, the Rocky Mountains, from where we live right here. No, you shouldn't. Why? Because just like at a hallway or something, if you're sitting ground level, you're gonna be hard, it's gonna be hard pressed for you to see the end of a long hallway. So fifteen thousand foot so, mountain from here, we shouldn't be able to see if the Earth was flat. 
No, there's too much shit in the way, and there's haze. Well, what are we going to see that's in the way? Where it's Lup West Texas, well, so, straight shit to see. Go ahead. I was gonna, so, yeah, um, for, for that, all right, so you could also add a, a third dimension in that, too. Um, we'll use your, your, you know, why can't you see the Rocky Mountains from where you're at, West Texas? You know, again, pick love it. Um, go to 45,000 feet. You'll see them. You do. You know, uh, 100%. Yeah. You'll start. You'll start seeing them around. Um, I mean, this is going to sound bad, but you start seeing them around Cheyenne Bottoms. To be Kansas. completely honest with, yeah, Kansas. So, yeah. But it, yeah, Eastern Central um, Kansas. Yeah, well, kind of that Western Central Kansas, kind of just draw a, a North South line right there. Um, and again, it's all relative haze, you know, visibility that day or anything like that, but. If you were on the ground, you wouldn't see, I mean, you wouldn't see anything. No. But you go to 45,000 feet, you're still, I mean, and that's, that's why it's the same thing. You could, you could, uh, me, you know, me and you stand next to each other and someone drives a car out, stands on the top of the car and keeps going until we can't see him anymore. We'll just use West Texas because that's a perfect example. And um, again, go to 45,000 feet, you're, we could look straight at the same point, me and you are still at. We could look straight down and see where we were standing. And then just shortly after, you'd see the car. Okay. My, so go ahead. Explain that again. So you're, you're we got what, so, the guy at 40,000 feet. You and me are standing on the road at ground level. We'll see it at the same time. Right. No, not the same time. So, like, let's, let's say we had a, someone drive straight out. If me and you are at point, let's, point a right and we we asked you know jeff jeff drive we'll talk to you on the phone drive until we can't see anymore on one of those big huge flat country roads um and eventually he's going to disappear like we're going to watch him kind of go out on the horizon right and then at some point you and me can look at each other both agree that he's gone Mm -hmm. right we can't see him anymore um now if we went I mean, we don't even have to pick 40,000 feet. We could probably pick five, six, ten thousand 10,000 feet. We go there, you'll see him like he was just standing next to us. Oh, right. So, uh, now again, I'm, it, it, it takes that curvature out of it. Um, right. If that makes any sense. Because, you know, I don't know how round the earth is, like to the degree, but uh, that's, I mean, that's one of the reasons why. I know, and like you're talking about CGI and this um, this guy we used to fly with, he had an answer to everything, <laughs> right? Now, again, so he would go, well, prove it. And you could argue examples like that to him. And then he would come back and say, well, that's what this is. That's what this is. I go, well, prove it. He goes, well, prove your thought. Right. I go, you know, so again, it's, at some point, you're going to argue to argue and you're just going to be split. Right. Right. Neither so. neither side is going to be able to prove anything because, um, <laughs> I mean, without taking a flat earther up there, they're never going to believe it. Right. What? Right. <clears throat> what? what? And that's what ultimately I, I, that's what I think. That's how I think that this all got started. I think that a guy was pissed off that he didn't get to go into space, and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to say the Earth is flat, and I'm going to get everybody. 
all riled up. I'm going to have a lot of good arguing points. And then one day they're going to take me to space and I'm going to be able to see it for myself. So you really think the earth is round then is what you're telling I was us. At 20, I was at 20 to 30%. So are you still there or are you wow. down a little bit? What are you talking about, Jeff? Your percentage is still 20 or 30%. 20 to 30%. Okay. I'm going to try to change That's you. That's 80 to 70% that it's probably round. Okay, we're going to try to get you in the 15 to 10% before oh. this over. <laughs> okay. okay, now explain. But what I'm saying is, is that there's no, nobody's going to be able, short of going up there themselves, there's so much distrust with everything that the government does that nobody will ever believe it one way or the other. Just like if, just like as a, a, a traditional round earther, you guys. Round earther. Round earther. <laughs> the, well, the old well, so let, let me ask you this, and this might be out a left field. Okay. Um, North and South Pole. Yes. A cor- so. Yeah, go ahead. Right. Now, so North, North and South Pole. Um, now, again, I'm, I'm sure, like I said, Lee Joe, Sorry, that's his name. I have no clue what his last name is. He was, you know, out there. That sounds like a flat um, earther name. Dude, I'll be honest with you. If you're ever in the New Jersey area and you see this old piece of junk, red, beat up sports car with a bunch of shark fins, aviation crap, and instruments all on the outside, that's that's Lee Joe, and he's a he's a hundred percenter. Someone's <laughs> gonna know this dude on this podcast. I promise you, I'm gonna get a message about gonna, this. They've, they've seen Lee Joe driving uh, get, around New Jersey. That's my crazy fucking neighbor. He's in the batshit crazy. Well, well, no. To be honest, I mean, there's so many things, you know. And again, to talk about the weather, the, the thing about him was, let's say there was a, you know, we'll use same big six thousand foot storm over Tyler, Texas, and or if I say, you know, for pi- private jet, the Hunt, you know, 99% of the time we're flying New York, LA. That is our, that's our route. He'll want to go fly into Canada to get around the weather. <laughs> you know, so, um, but back to, so North, North and South Pole. And again, I, I wish I had this cue and I, I think I got it somewhere on my phone, but if, if you were to take pieces of lead and put them around a magnet and kind of twirl the magnet, it would, I mean, ultimately it would, there'd be a curvature to it. Not lead. I'm sorry. Uh, what is that? You know those old etch a sketches things? Yeah. They're, um, they would use like the magnetic fine uh, graphite. Thank you. What there, there mean, would be a can, curve to it? How? So uh, it wouldn't be in a straight line, right? So like if if you put an electrical charge on a magnet, um, or you know that's you know electrical charge on a copper wire become magnetized. Farther you get away from it less magnetism, closer you get in. And it's a perfect circle, just like the North and South Pole. Translate, Jeff. That, again, that... Repeat that again. So, again, there's North Pole, there's the South Pole, right? right? Yes. Okay. So, polar opposite. That's exactly... So, and obviously with airplanes, that's how we navigate is using i mean and now it's gps but let's go you know 1950s compass right it was the same thing we could tell our geographic we could tell our location via a compass based on where we were via the north and south pole 360 degrees we could tell our generic location you know via map or right. anything but we could take a compass and you would know okay i'm here right and um so and again, you north south pole, and then again, I think the flat earthers they go 
their argument is that the government changed, like they're in control of the magnets. Like they put equipment out because true north isn't actually the North Pole. Right. And it moves. It's, it's off. It, it, yeah. It, it's offset a bit. I think it's somewhere in the Hudson Bay. Right. Yeah. It, it's moved um, 150 miles, I think, in the last decade. I read, I saw Dylan right. not long ago. Does the South Pole move also, or is it, is it stay right where it's at its regular place? I, in my understanding, I don't think it, I think it's always there. Uh, we could get, but again, the South Pole is an ice wall. Right. Exactly. So we, and we can't fly. And it's actually kind of funny because general aviation aircraft, we can't fly over Antarctica. Yeah. That's, we're going to get into that in a minute. We've got a guy from Antarctica going to be on our next podcast that lives there. Oh, really? And I'm, cause I want to talk about some of this stuff with him too. But the North Pole does move around. Now, you said that these yeah, flat does. earthers think that the government's been moving the magnet. So I'm assuming in the, the they've been using compasses for since, how long? Fucking I mean, Galileo? You could go back to Christopher, yeah, Christopher, you know. Yeah. But the U.S. government wasn't Fuck around. Fuck no, that's the stupidest shit ever. These people think yeah. we had all this technology. <laughs> we People were still using a fucking outhouse in the 1900s. You think that if we could control the weather, we wouldn't have a place to shit indoors? No. No, I know. It's kind of a dumb deal. All right, my, my question is, airplane flights. Mr. Flat Earther okay. next to me, Mr. 25% are over here, or 30%. Okay, 20 to 30. Does not understand why you fly in an arc. Will you explain no, to him? No, I never said that you don't fly in an arc. I never said that. You said you should, he, you, you think that they fly in an arc because no, the Earth's flat. No, I never said anything about an arc. I said that if you're flying from point A to point B and you've got an emergency landing, you're going to go way up to fucking Alaska. You don't understand why they do uh, that. He's going to explain to us. That's not it, an arc. I've never said anything about flying in an arc. Ever. Our last podcast, when you showed point A to point B, you said, why don't they just fly straight line? No. And I said, they fly in an arc. I never said that. Not no. once. I think people in here can. No. Okay. I said that if you're flying from point A to point B, and I can't remember what it was. If you're flying from point A you to point Australia B. Australia to Los Angeles. Yeah. Maybe. I can't remember. You're going to go all the way into uh, Alaska for an emergency landing. I was gonna, Australia is a... Not, Use use Hong Kong and LA. Okay. okay. Cathay Pacific, Delta, um, American. They do nine hundred flights to Hong Kong a day. You fly over Japan, around Alaska, and uh, then down the West Coast. So, uh, the theory there is it's a shorter distance. Now, why? Because the ball's smaller at the top. Exactly. I thought the Earth wasn't round, Andy. Well, he asked why. Well, okay, that's you answered your own question though. Well, about Jeff, the Earth being round, I can I can see the argument. Okay, as you get to the top of the ball, you're not going around the 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 full circumference. You're going around the tip. Yeah, right. So, and and again, I uh, I forget what there's a reasoning, a flat Earth reasoning behind it. It's it's, it's a straight um, line. The, so I mean, basically, the, um, I'll send you a flat Earth map how about that i'll text it to you and then it okay. kind of makes yeah. more sense when i wake up in the morning and what? one of our news deal says <laughs> a cruise ship fell off the side of the fucking earth then i will be like andy was right <laughs> but they don't they've got compasses jeff they know how to they know how to navigate the water <laughs> well uh so but but again um for a flat earther and, and i'm just because it's Again, I 100% nervous round, right? 
what so when it comes to when it comes to the flat earther like when you see the moon and the moon's a perfect circle mm-hmm. right what's the or or you take a telescope and on a perfect day you know you can see you know you get your star app out and you can go okay that's mars mars perfect circle right like back in the old days you know back in you know your ancient history class back when they were you know the earth's flat right Everyone agreed that the Earth is flat. Everything else is a globe, though. No, that seems weird. That I can't, what? I can't get with that argument. That the Earth is flat, but everything else is a globe. Well, I mean, so like if you, if you look at the Moon on a full Moon, right? right it's a perfect circle, yeah. right? Uh, another planet's a perfect circle. So it, in theory. The flat Earth would be—it's either a globe or you know, curvature. It's a circle, or it's a yeah, it's a one-dimensional plane that doesn't ever rotate in space. Right. How I got a question for Andy now, mm-hmm. Mr. Twenty-Five Percenter. <laughs> okay. How do you explain how the Earth or the Moon rises on one side east mm-hmm. and sets on the west? Well, okay, so you got this disc, right, and everything is going this way. Sun, moon, opposite. So that's, that's so. So the Earth is spinning, huh? The Earth is spinning. I don't know if the Earth is spinning or if well. The, then how's the Moon going around then? What do you mean? Something's got to be spinning. Either the shit above us or the Earth. Now the other day you told me that you, you believed in the what was it called? Where the poles were going to reinset themselves. What was that called? Pole reversal. Is it pole reversal where everything's going to stop and we're all? It's what wiped the dinosaurs out. Remember that's that a theory? Yeah. Okay. It's pole reversal. The theory is that when the poles switch from north to south, that everything comes to a halt. And but you've got the cent- centrifugal force, centrifugal force, and everything keeps going. That's been moving on Earth. So, so do you believe it, that, or do you believe flat Earth? What do you mean? Which one do you believe? Because if you can't believe both, well, then why can't you? If the Earth is like this and it's spinning, the Moon, Sun, and Moon are stationary. So now we're spinning this way instead of tumbling like a ball. If we're doing this. Jeff, <laughs> and then you still got some trouble before. I would have I loved to under, got to fly with your buddy that was a flat. I don't earther. understand the what conversations so, would be. I don't understand. I don't either understand what you're I, thinking. Let me see. Oh, <laughs> uh, where's this guy? At? All right. So when, when uh, explain, hold on, he's looking at my map right now. Okay, my map. This is no, my map. no, no. So I, I, I saw your map, and, and here's here's the here's a. Can you put our map up on this page over here. Uh, I can try. Hang on just a second, Zach. I'm going to try to get this map yeah. where Jeff can see it on the yeah, other no. TV. Or you can go ahead and talk, but I'm going to be doing this. I wanted you to explain when you fly from Tokyo to Los Angeles, the route you take. Over, um, you you go, so you, you can't, again, you fly over Alaska. Like, not over Alaska like the Aleutian Islands. Just south of them is, you know, you kind of coast off around. Um, in Tokyo is an easier one, but you kind of coast off. You ju- you're just south of the Aleutian Islands, and then you parallel. I mean, you fly the complete west coast of the United States or North America. I All right, I flew to New York City a couple times this year from Dallas. Okay, both times I ended up over North Carolina and going up the coast, Washington D.C. Instead of flying in a straight line, why do you do that arc instead of flying it in a direct straight route? Uh, so that one, that one is for uh, New York airspace. Um, 
for like, there's, there's four ways to enter it. Uh, from the South, you fly over, you kind of join it right around uh, the fix is flat rock. Um, F-A-K, it's a V-O-R. I don't even think it's in service anymore. You fly over DC, fly over, it's for uh, controlling traffic. So that's the reason you do it. You don't fly over, like you don't fly over <laughs> Nashville, Tennessee and go in a straight line. You go back to the East and around, right? Right. It, yeah, it's for, it's for track. And then another way they'll do Dallas uh, to New York is you'll kind of go right around the Cleveland area and then hit Pennsylvania and go into the New York area. So it's just flat um, traffic is the reason they send you in them bands than just going straight, straight shot. Ex- yeah, exactly. It, it's to, yeah, it's to sequence and separate. Okay. I don't um, know if I'm going to be able to, because I'm already sharing my that's, screen. That's, that's okay, Andy. I'm good. Um, I'm already sharing my screen. I can look it up on my well, laptop. Here, I'll just pull, I'll just send it to you. Because I'm already sharing a screen with this TV okay, to that. get Zach on here. I'm good. I, I'll figure it out. Well, here, I just sent it to you. Where'd I you just, send it at? Uh, as a text message. Oh, on my phone then. On your telephone. Okay. Um. So yeah, that was a that was a fail on my part. I'm not gonna be able to do both. <clears throat> and I was preoccupied, so. So this is the flat Earth map we're looking at. That it, is the official map of the world. Okay. You got North Pole in the center, traditional North Pole. Yeah. Spherical North Pole. It's a long ass way from your flat Earth if you flew from New York to uh, India. What do you mean? I think so. Um, this guy's example was they lied to you about where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, God damn, I wish I'd have worked no, with that me, guy. <laughs> I, it, I'm telling you, man, sometimes on a, like yesterday, yesterday was just brutally long, North Atlantic. I, here, here, you know, to fly to, I just came back from Germany. I mean, we almost touched Greenland coming back. Right. Now, again, there's other reasons for it, you know, but, um, you know, wind's a little bit, it's not as strong typically that far north and anything like that. But so you flew, I mean, you, you flew you from pretty, Germany to where'd you land at? Uh, Banger, Maine, fuel <laughs> stopped, and then uh, St. Louis. And Greenland's the ice one, right? Greenland is full of ice. Yeah, it's like a huge glacier on it. Mm, that looks, that looks it's awful. that white one that, in the middle. Right. The white one in the and middle. And Germany's right here, Jeff. Yeah, I understand. I know where Germany is, Andy. And Maine is right here. Where's Germany at? Point it to me. Germany okay, you got it. I'm just making sure. And then Maine is right there. Yes, <laughs> yes, I understand that. I could see. They got awfully close to Greenland, he said. Flying in a straight path. Awfully close to Greenland. See, here, here, this is what we're dealing with here. It's a straight <laughs> path you clo- took. <laughs> awfully close to... I mean, if you saw, almost saw Greenland... And I look at Maine and Germany on a map. Pretty- on the flat Earth map. Right. So that that's what you're you're going. So that was a straight line, Andy, you're saying. I, I, pretty close I was to say, a straight Jeff, line. Also, just, just, to, just to point out a, a thing about the flat Earth map, it's in a circle. Yes. Yes. Yep. You know, so that it's kind of, I mean, you're, you're picking straws there, you know. <laughs> Trust me, I know I deal with this shit. I know exactly what you're talking about here. I mean, this is an honor now, student I, from Texas Tech we're dealing with here. But it's, and see, to, to be honest with you, and again, I actually, be, uh, I never went to college. Not a day, yeah, other than I dual enrolled when I was in high school. Never went to, you know, never took a critical thinking class or anything. I, yeah, so, but that's what they teach you to do is think outside the box in college. Right. And now I'm, I'm so, way outside the box. Yeah, you've lost your fucking mind. Well, I, I mean, again, too, to, to not, 
Because again, flat earthers are, I mean, go ahead and say it. They're fucking nuts. I I mean, you borderline, but back in the day, (laughs) I mean, Steve Jobs was crazy too. Yeah. Yeah. He believed the earth was round, though. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. Had to have. Yes, he's mm-hmm. smart. I don't think we ever have any. I don't think we have any proof of that. Yeah, okay, this let's go. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, hold on a second, because okay. I want to go back to your India comment. You said we're a long way away, so you'll go from India, and you're flying to New York, and that was that was your explanation. Yes. Okay. So pull up your flat out, pull up your pull up your text, Jeff, that I sent you, and we're gonna go through this together. Can you point out to India? Can you point India on on your flat Earth? Well, yeah, I'm not fucking stupid. Point it out because I think you are. <laughs> right over there. Okay, that, that's so you'll know now where India's at, also. So no, that's what I've that got, was about. I've got it right here on the traditional map. Okay. Okay. So you're gonna go now. Look right here, Jeff. Look right here. I understand. Pay I attention to the I'm, class. I'm watching. All right. So you go up over here, all the way there. You you touch the tip of Greenland. He and didn't then you, say that when you come from India. You use India. He didn't say anything about India. I'm talking to you and you specifically. I don't understand why we're going to it, the Greenland. I would, that's the that's it, the math. So, that's the path right here, Jeff. That's the that's from official it, American airline. You go this way, right? This is your path. The uh, no, so Jeff, it's the Earth is at the equator. The Earth's the biggest. Right. right? Yes, it's fat. We're so fatter from, than we are. We're fatter in the middle than we are. So at the when top. you fly from India to New York City, do you fly the same path over Europe? Is that how you do it? I would have. I think I. If you could go on Google and, and type in um, great circle distance and uh, you type in two airports and it would tell it would show you a straight a straight line distance or no, sorry, it will show you the shortest distance between point A, point B. What would you call it? Uh, uh, it's a, a great circle distance. OK, Jeff. Now, look, look right here. This is from American Airlines, New York. To to India, you're not looking. I'm, I'm you're looking not at, looking. Okay. You're you're. This okay. is what this is what you spherical people do. The spherical people. <laughs> you okay. spherical people. So we're here in India. Mm-hmm. We go up. We make our peak. We hit Greenland and we come down to JFK. Did you hear what he said about miles? Hold on okay. a second, Jeff. Okay. You don't let people talk, and that's a big problem of yours. Okay. Okay. So now, <laughs> here we are on our flat Earth. Okay. Are you paying attention? It yes. doesn't seem like you are. I'm going to bring out my laser pointer in a minute. We're here in India. Okay. We're going to go here. We're going to touch the tip of Greenland, and we're going to land safely at JFK, taking the same path that this one takes so, in, a, in a straight so line. So I'm, I'm with you there. Okay, so. I'll, I will, I'll send you the uh, picture that I'm looking at. No, I, I see. I see the picture. No, of the right, so, of the spherical uh, flight path. Oh, uh, is that the, is that what you're yes. looking at right now? I'm looking at both. I'm comparing okay. both. Hold on a second. I'll I'll send this to you. <sighs> Good God Almighty, Jeff! Now, listen to me. Okay, now now that Andy's sending this to you, I want Andy right. explain to me how these uh, Elon Musk. This satellite goes going all around the world in circles. Mm-hmm. How how is that? I'll be dude. How, that's the crazy his his internet satellites the craziest thing what, you'll ever see. You'll you'll think we're that's what we invaded. have right now. That's what we use at the lodge. It works excellent. We didn't have we didn't have good satellite service or cell or wireless service. 
until he came in and we got his internet and we could do all this. We couldn't do this before that. Thank God the earth is round and we can get good internet out there. There you go. Now you're like 15% or Andy. You've already shed 10% off. No, no. So I don't, so the map you just sent me, so I don't understand exactly how, if the earth was flat, you would, if you're flying from India, you would fly over the north part of Africa, across the Atlantic to JFK. Hmm. No, the DEL to JFK. Isn't that dot? What? How do they, how do they pronounce that word? That new, new, new Delhi. Delhi. Yeah, that's India, right? Yes. Yeah. Right, and if yeah. you look at that path, it goes. It touches the bottom side of Greenland because it's basically that top arc. Then, if you go to the flat Earth map and look at the second point right there and you just draw a straight line it's basically that same path it's i mean you're flying 100 almost 100 well you're you're hitting a lot more greenland but all the your map is just a perfect representation of you're on the north pole looking straight down which is why it's you, you never fly around the equator well do, do flat earthers even have yeah. an equator i guess it's that red line right there I don't know. I'm not. I'm not asked a flat earther so, about the equator. So, what do flat earthers think on these low pressure systems that come out of Africa that produce hurricanes? Oh God, I don't want to talk about Africa. <laughs> that's that's some real crap right there. You want some storms, you right? But but I want to know what a flat earther what thinks it makes those low pressure systems come all the way up to America. What what keeps them going? What keeps the low pressure system from going opposite of most low pressure systems? Weather. But what's driving it? What do you mean? What's driving it? Well, there has to be something that pushes the front. Because right I don't now, understand what that okay, has to do with right, right something now, being around and something uh, being flat. Hold on, right now, and it's it's the round Earth. If you get a low pressure system and a storm that comes out of Southern California, it treks all the way across the United States. It could come through West Texas. It could go to Kansas. It could go through, and goes all the way across, leaves the United States, and goes into Europe. Correct? Goes all the way across the Atlantic Ocean. Storm fronts do. But we get hurricanes that come off of the coast of, of Africa, and they move opposite of that. Then they catch in the United States, and then they turn and they go back to the east again. If the Earth wasn't, if the Earth was flat, what would make them do that? What's the steering mechanisms that makes them going that could go east to west? All the all the fronts do. The high pressure systems, low pressure systems, all go from east to or west to east. Okay. Well. If the flat Earth, what would what would make them do that? If it's not going this way, it's round. What do they do? They just fall off the end of the Earth and just be the end of them? I've never said that the Earth wasn't spinning. Well, no, but if it's not round, where, where do they go? Is what I'm saying. What do you mean? Where do they go? Well, when they leave here, they leave the United States. They end up in Europe. Okay. And when As they, they should. Okay, and they 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 conti- make a continuous spiral around our world. Good. If it's flat Earth, what would they do? What makes them do? It? Where would they go? Well, I mean, they can just, can they not just go like that? Mm-hmm. Right here. Pull up your flat earth map. I've yeah. seen my flat earth map. I know what the flat earth map is. It don't fucking <laughs> matter. We can pull up a pizza box, too. It's the same shit. Pull up your flat earth map, Jeff. But. I don't, I don't understand that argument. I'll, just help him, I'll, Zach. I want to add, I, well, I want to add another one, because again, I, w- I wish, God, if, if Lee Joe was on this podcast. <laughs> We've got to get man, Lee Joe on. Y'all. 
Yeah, I don't, dude. I don't talk. I ain't <laughs> but no, it. I'm telling you, he's he's wild. Like he, for example, he would have some sort. He had an answer to everything. It didn't make any sense, but he he would say, well. You know, it's because of this reason the U.S. government, you know, pulls it over to make you seem or think that it's like this, but it's really not. Well, you know, so another thing is that they have manipulated our maps. That's proven. They have done that. They, they have. Well, they have shrunk uh, a lot of countries and they've enlarged other countries. Right. Like. Well, isn't that just about who wins the yes. war, though? Yes, so they're it? already lying to us about what countries are bigger and what countries are smaller. Um, England I'll, is one that they gripe about. They said the island of the UK, the island is not near as big as they make it look like on the map. Well, that, and then, like, they've shrunk a lot of uh, African countries. They've shrunk a lot of... Um, they've shrunk... I'll, I'll pull up the actual, the true map. So they're already lying to you about that. So I can see as a flat well, see, as, I, as a flat earther that which I'm definitely not twenty to thirty percent. It's like what else are they lying to us about? Uh, yeah, he's he's going in the wrong direction yeah. right now. So, <laughs> well, well, think about I mean old school uh, like I mean we'll use uh, surveys. So all surveys are is it I mean borderline. It's an artist going out there and saying. Based on this representation of what you bought, be a point here, point here, point here. This is your property right. line. You could get a second surveyor to go out there, and it might be a centimeter off. But it, again, it's it's all based on that surveyor's judgment. Right. So here, so here's this. Well. So ba okay, it's not so much that they shrunk. Yeah, they did. They they enlarged different parts so they enlarged north america canada and russia and it's not an accurate representation of what's that got to do with flat earth round earth because people think that if they've lied to us about something as minuscule as what how big north america actually is and this goes back to what he said it's all who wins the war um what else yeah. are they going to lie to us about do you think that the government can manipulate the weather uh, I used to be a hundred percent against say, and I would said no. What Lee Joe say? Five years ago, I would have said no. They couldn't do it. <laughs> but, but I am starting to think that we have some kind of super weapons that can do some shit. The Hawaiian fires is one of them that could be an example. The new uh, is it Christchurch, New Zealand? The earthquake that they had there. There's been some different things that have happened in our that. And I think the new world order is evil and I think they can do some weird shit, but I used to be a hundred percent against this, but now I'm starting to wonder if there's not some ways they do manipulate the weather. You're a fucking weirdo. So you don't think that well, they can, <laughs> so you don't think they can manipulate the weather? No, no, we know cloud seeding works. I, not, I, they, well, no, they I, can't manipulate the weather on scale. Go ahead, Zach. I got to pee. Take it over. Uh, I was going to say, well, so we, I mean, think of the Rocky mountains. Rocky Mountains manipulate weather. Yes, they you know, do. They, you know, so I mean, it's, theoretically, we could. I mean, you got China building islands out there. We could build them out now. Again, poor example, but if and I've never been, but Hong Kong, you know, China, all that smog will create its own, it, it locally, but its own kind of weather phenomenon. 
over there, uh, smog, stuff like that. But when you cut, I'll tell you right. So Las Vegas, Tona Pod Test Range, Area 51, all stuff like you see. I've never, I've never seen a UFO that I can go. That's a UFO. But uh, I've seen. I mean, I've been flying along at night using a weather radar and gotten a perfect test hit back. So we can test it, um, and you get the colors of the rainbow. Like I mean, red. I mean, or the gay flag, either or, whichever you want to use. Um, it's just testing the colors and it tests the radar. Radar test okay. But I was flying along to see if there's you know just going back and forth and. I picked up a perfect 10 degree test hit flying North Nevada before. I don't know. I'm not saying something was jamming the radar and it was an older airplane. So, but it was perfect. We were flying to the West. It was perfectly moving with that one. If you could have point point, it was moving with that point. There's so, my, my deal with the weather is, is I, I think when, especially when you're up flying and you're at 40,000 feet and you look down and you think it's, there's no way in hell that we can create enough power to manipulate a low pressure system or anything, because I just don't think we have that kind of, that kind of weaponry, but I think that we can do some things with lasers to cause some problems from outer space. I read a book one time and I wish I could think of the name of the damn book it was, but it was, it was an evil genius of some sort was trying to wipe out the world or something. And he had, they had developed a tunnel system to put, somewhere around Panama, like the canal, but they were going to build right. this big ass tunnel and they were going to change the fucking, uh, the, uh, Gulf stream, the water. And they was going to change the whole, yeah, they, they were going to change <laughs> yeah. the whole ocean, the way the, the, the Gulf stream moves. And it's, it's, you're thinking, ah, that's not even feasible because you couldn't afford to do that. But something like that could definitely change the weather patterns with the ocean temperatures and everything if you could change the way that the water's vacuumed around the world, but. Oh, hundred and you know, jokes aside back in flight school, the kind of running joke was, you know, airplanes fly on money and magic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now again, that's not, that's not true. It seems like it cause you get to speed. I'm putting <laughs> your, I mean, you're cruising. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it would take a just astronomical amount of energy to change the, the Gulf Stream. I'm not saying it's impossible. I mean, you know, you we have ice eaters now that open up holes so you can duck hunt in the wintertime, you know. Takes a generator to run it, so it'd be the weather. I think they, there's stuff out there that could probably change. Yeah, I, I think yeah, there's some to a small degree. I don't think you're gonna you're gonna right, create a vacuum very, lo- very locally. Right. I don't yeah. think you're gonna create a hurricane. But the premises no. that the guy wrote on that book about the way they could change the, the, the ocean currents was scary to think about. But it would take trillions of dollars to do something like that. But if you went to a place like the Panama Canal area and you figured a way out to build this huge deal where it could suck that water back through and stick it in with the Gulf, the, what, what's it called on the California side? Their Gulf, it's not a Gulf Stream. What is that called? The whatever. What? Oh crap! Whatever it is, it makes the water go up from South America all the way to the to Alaska. If you figured a way to manipulate that and stick the the Atlantic water and you got it going through there, that would fuck up the whole ecosystem of the world. There's no doubt about. There's oh, no yeah. doubt about that. <clears throat> I don't think we can do anything in that big, but there is ways we have manipulated weather. 
We do cloud seeding in West Texas. By God, we need to do it now. We need some rain. Well, they do that in Dubai, oh, don't they? Him. Don't they make it like rain like once I, a week or something in Dubai? Man, you snow ski in a mall in Dubai. <laughs> right, right. You know? yeah. <laughs> the, Dubai is fantasy land. You know? You've been there, I guess? I've, I've actually, I've never been. I was, I was real close about two weeks ago, um, flying north, but... Uh, no, we'll get some trip. You'll just see pictures right. of it. Uh, you know, you have the island palms, you know, good skydive over is the big thing. So, uh, but yeah, you just, they come back and they spent, you know, how was the buy? It's like, well, I spent $3,000. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, you got, I got a pack of Tic Tacs and some gum. You know? <laughs> so. Where's the most, where, where's this, where, have you ever been landed anywhere that you were kind of nervous? Um, uh, yeah, I've flown over places. I've been like this. We flew from Tanzania or Tanzania, how they pronounce it over there. We flew from there to, to Greece and then up to Germany. I was a little nervous over there because it's like, you know, we were we were flying through places that hate Americans, mm. you know. But and then same thing. But now with that being said, uh, there, you, we have security protocols. Depending if we if we land somewhere that isn't necessarily let's call it a level three threat. I mean, we're escorted by police, and you're put behind them. I mean, when I in Tanzania, it's okay, you know. But we were in a compound, for lack of better terms, for for ten days while we were there. Where do you stay at? Like a Four Seasons, everywhere you go, or some of them shithole countries don't have they, much to stay at. No, uh, no, it, but it's it's usually like a, excuse me, especially in Africa, uh, with the European rule. I mean, within the last hundred years leaving, there you'll find a European hotel where it's just like there ain't shit, there ain't shit, there ain't shit, and then all of a sudden, boom! I mean, it's a it's a palace, you know. Um, so I would be scared that the people that are supposed to be protecting me have been bought off. That's what I. That's where my mind oh, would go. I was, you can you can research events of that. I mean, you know, like when I was going through school on the Gulf Stream, one of the comments were, you know, we had a guy who was teaching it who was ex-Marine. He flew contract over there, yeah. you know, so he, he doing you know flying to friends, right? And uh, he would say, yeah, when you go to Africa, this is what you do. You don't trust anyone. You know, police can get bought off and everything like that. Now, I'm not saying it, it wasn't bad. Right. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't terrible. To be honest with you, I really don't like a lot of the Caribbean islands. Really? Yeah, uh, there's a bunch of them that, you know, like Jamaica, for example. Yeah. And I'm not, Jamaica's not the safest place. No, no. fuck no. Um, no, so e- even there, I mean, I, w- I would take Oakland, California sometimes over Jamaica. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> Oakland, California, another perfect yeah. example. Well, I mean, you know? and, you, you know, you're coming in in a flashy manner. So, like, they obviously know that you yeah. have means. So, yeah, if you, there's somebody that they're going to try to roll and rob, why not start there? No, it's, yeah, it's the same thing. The uh, Actually, last night I landed, you know, got back into the country yesterday. I drive up my airport cars, old piece of junk. 2003 Dodge Ram, right? You know, co- you know, also farm yeah. truck, you know, nothing in it. It got broke into at the private. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, it's kind of one of the things I laugh about it because I was just thinking, I was like, those guys hold up and they go, you know what? 
Mercedes, Mercedes, <laughs> nice GNC. We're picking. They're hiding it in the Dodge. That's where it's at. <laughs> so it's kind of one of the things I, I was so tired yesterday. I was going to ride home with the windows down anyway. So they just made it a bit easier. So they busted the windows out and all sorts of shit, huh? No, I mean, they, they busted a window out and stole an iPhone charger. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's all I had in God. there. So, and they left the Mercedes yeah. alone. Oh, they didn't touch it. That's crazy. They didn't touch the Mercedes, you know, the GMC. And it was funny because the, there's a little security guy there. He's, he's talking to me. He's like, yeah, I saw these guys pull up. And I go, yeah, you know. <laughs> Did you, get the- <laughs> you, you didn't want to say, hey, what, what y'all doing? Right. So he didn't say shit to yeah. them? No, he did. He's the one that called the police, but it was kind of one of those things where it's like, I mean, let's be, let's call a spade a spade. We're in Memphis, Tennessee at a private FBO, you know, some of the richest people in the world that I've ever flown, you don't know it. Oh, I mean, you, you, you have your Cardi B's, you have your rappers, you have your, you know, your, you, God, what are they called? Um, influencers, that thing. The richest people in the world, you have no idea. Yeah. I mean, we could have a conversation just like this. You would have no clue. The, the Cardi B's, have you flown people like that? I got a good story. <laughs> we flew one of them. So uh, she would eat. So her catering was, I mean, not to, I'm, I'm not even. I'm not making this up. I'm not trying to come off as racist or whatever. I'm not bullshitting. Her catering was Kentucky Fried Chicken, right, for her and her crew, right? They would eat a piece of chicken, throw the bone on the ground, Mm. eat another piece, throw the bone on the ground. We charged her like five grand to clean the air. On a private jet, she's throwing the fucking chicken wings on the floor? What the fuck is wrong with people? She paid for this, by God. I'm going to treat this like I want to. That's crazy. Drive it. I mean... It's it's some, one of those things where you just I mean you look at them and you go like what like what there's something off in their head yeah. you know so yeah that's that's disrespectful but then then when you, like they were okay with just paying the five five G's for the for the cleaning bill to be honest with you I don't even th- I mean it probably didn't even register on her radar right right you know and then on the complete opposite side these are you know you you got two stories for everything the uh the other one was i've seen i've seen ten thousand dollar catering order you know and just for like let's just say a 45 minute flight la to vegas typically typically you'll you'll get some rollers on that thing right um they didn't even touch it <laughs> Ten. they didn't they didn't even when we landed they you know flight attendant goes back hey do you want any of this they go no nah, we're good Whoa. And they go on their way. It's like a lobster home tonight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So you work for like, so you don't work for, you work for like a charter company, basically, is what it is. Yeah. Long story short, yeah, it's, um, you know, we fly, we're a charter company, but we typically pick up overflow flights. Um, And that's what I do. We do, you're like, we'll use, I don't fly, we'll use NetJets, for example. They have big airplanes. I'm not saying they don't. But the majority of net jets is kind of mid-range, continental, U.S., United States. They're not crossing oceans. That's what typically kind of what, what I'm there for. Um, now, back to – because I'm, I'm curious. I wish I had Lee Joe's answer. Um, with the sun, with Gunda Flat Earth, okay. right? How come the sun doesn't set in the North Pole? 
in the summertime, but in the wintertime, it's all dark. Hang on a second. Um, Who is a good question for? Early. That is a very good question. Go ahead, Andy. Are you like eighteen percent now? Are you still <laughs> no. twenty to thirty? What am I looking at? Flat Earth, Sun, Moon path, right? Yeah, <clears throat> yes, with Sun, Moon. I'm not worried about the the Moon. Kind of, it'll come up in its own little, you know. But the Sun's fairly, Moves. you know, right. Um, I am going to say that I don't know. How about that? Unless that there, unless there's like a tilt. Unless you've got your, you've got your, you've well, got your thing. Why are we I tilting get, if it's flat? What do you mean? Why are we tilting if it's flat? You can still have a, it's like a, think of it as a, a, a sloppy pizza, Jeff. Yeah. Just, you thought. know, when they're flipping it around and it's kind of got but, this little rotation in it. Right. I'm, I'm with you though, but then that wouldn't, cause the North Pole's in the middle. Right. So. And it's dark. The, where this. Right. And it's dark. It's there dark and it's the, complete. Completely dark in the winter. Well, maybe time. that's when it's tilted this other way. We I don't know. What do Lee have know. to say but, about like that? Like I said, I have I See, have been. I don't, I don't, here, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you know a little secret. I have been pushed into this corner to where I have to defend a lot of these things. I've not done a lot of research, and so that's definitely one of those things where I'm gonna say I don't know. But I'm sure that if you get an experienced flat earther on here, they've got an, an experienced flat earther. Oh, I, I guarantee. Lee Joe I mean, has an answer. Like I said. I, I, well, so l- let me just, I'll take, I, f- I found the little, you know, little Q&A. So uh, what we talked about earlier. So from, to go from Cape Town, pardon the grammar, uh, to go from Cape Town to Australia, you have to go through the Middle East because it's, because uh, it's too far. According to Flat Earth, likewise, Santiago, Chile to Australia is too far, so you have to go over Los Angeles, Anchorage, and Fuel Stop, and uh, it's why Emirates is fake. <laughs> now, so, again, it's kind of one of those where they have an answer for everything. I mean, you have someone that's crazy, they're going to come up with something. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so uh, I can't, I yeah, can't the, come up with any. That's a, that's a good... Unless there is, unless we're not spinning like a disc and there is a little bit of wobble to the earth and during the wintertime, it just catches it when it's wobbled away from the sun. I don't know. But, see, but that's it. But, but you're right, though, because if, if it's flat, it would be the same no matter if there's wobble or not. Right? Wouldn't it be? Well, again, you could... I, so, for example, let's use the... Uh, same you just perfectly described the equator mm-hmm. you know it's it doesn't change right right so you have the you know tropic of cancer tropic of capricorn and there's kind of you know you have your trade winds your equator uh and there it's really not affected by the earth's tilt right you get closer to the poles either side it is you know less daylight more daylight you know depending on what season you're in I'm going to try to find, I'm going to try to, the internet is, it's skewed. The internet is very skewed towards spherical earthers, towards traditional earthers. Uh, so I'm having a hard time uh, finding anything. So here, I'm going to type in, how do flat earthers explain the equinox? We investigate. Now, when you when you find your answer, just for sake of you being a flat earther, find flaws in their argument right oh that's very that's very that's very easy to find there there are a lot of there's a lot of articles written finding the uh 
finding the flaws in it. The sun is really, really small. Um, I'm going to have to read through a little bit of this. Uh, let me see if I can kind of try to find something that's close to an answer. Just skimming here. That never works. Okay, the sun is really, really small. In most popular flat Earth maps, the North Pole sits roughly at the center of the planetary disk, while Antarctica forms a giant ice wall. Along the planet's circumference, the equator forms a ring halfway between the two. Many flat Earthers agree that the sun perfectly circles the ring of the equator on the equinox. Uh, the, the, the equator is a red line on a flat Earth map. However, to account for the equal hours of daylight and nighttime, the model makes a few tweaks to how the sun itself looks and behaves. While you might envision the sun as an enormous ball of exploding gas located 93 million miles away, a flat earther would see it as a teeny tiny spotlight hovering just over the earth. How teeny and how close, according to early flat earth thinker Samuel Briley... <laughs> Robotham, who published the influential uh, Zetic Astronomy, Earth Not a Globe, in 1881. The sun is only about 32 miles in diameter and huh? hovers anywhere from 700 to 400 miles above Earth, depending on the month. Many flat earthers now believe the sun sits about 3,000 miles over the Earth, but Robotham's general idea remains popular in the community. Here's how members of Flat Earth Society describe the idea on their official wiki page. The sun moves in a circle around the North Pole. When it is over your head, it is day. When it's not, it's night. Mm, that's very scientific. Uh, the light of the sun <laughs> is confidento, a limited area, and it acts like a spotlight upon the Earth. The diameter of the sun circle governs the season. According to one popular theory, the sun circles closest to the North Pole in June. Then the next six months spirals slowly outward toward the ice wall at the edge of the world. In December, the sun reverses its course and spirals back inward during the sun autumn or during the spring autumn equinoxes. The sun circles in a perfect loop around the equator. So basically, uh, what I gathered out of that is the sun will expand and contract according to the season. So gets closer to the equator, you know, during whenever, and then it goes back that but way. In, in order for that to work, for that theory to work, you would have to say that the Earth is the center of the solar system. Because the sun moves relative to the Earth, then. Right. Okay, so it says, is this possible? Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is a pro or anti-Flat Earth article, but I'm going to assume it's probably anti. This explanation has its problems. For starters, a sun circling 3,000 miles above a flat Earth would never actually set, even at the most southern latitudes. Uh, YouTuber Wolfie6020, a globe Earth proponent, demonstrates this by building a scale model of a flat Earth style sun <laughs> as it would be seen from Sydney on a on an equinox, vernal equinox. As shown in his video, the sun, actually a drone carrying a ping pong ball, never dips below the horizon, even at its furthest point. 
Moreover, during an equinox, the sun appears to rise due east and set due west everywhere on earth except at the poles. For this to hold true on a flat earth where some cities are physically many times further away from the sun than others, the sunlight would have to bend at hundreds of different angles simultaneously. That's the only way it could appear as if it was always coming from the east. YouTube user Flat Out, another prolific globe earth proponent, demonstrated the impossibility of this explanation. So far, no flat earth model has been able to resolve these problems, but that doesn't stop the community from trying, or in some cases not trying like many conspiracy theories. It's uncertainty that makes flat earth theory a mystery worth observing over its proponents. So... Anyway, that's their theory, and according to uh, Globe Earther proponents, not possible. They've done their own research. So there's that. Uh, there's that eighty percent coming out in me, Jeff. Mm. There's. A- I was gonna, has that has that moved your? I'm at a solid. I'm at a solid twenty three right now. You're solid twenty three percent. The Earth is flat. That's around, my top end. Or flat, or which you're twenty three percent. It's flat, and seventy seven. It's round. Yeah. How do you explain? So I've come down seven percent in this in this podcast. So if the Earth is flat at my top end, okay. Do you believe that there's a firmament around it that we can't puncture? Well, if it was flat, you have to have a firmament. Okay. Firmament. So if it's flat, then w- explain the satellites. Oh, that's what I was going to look up. Yeah, I would like to know how the flat Earthers think satellites stay in orbit. What pushes them in orbit? Because otherwise they would fall because they don't have fuel that'll last forever right so you know explain that to me also explain to me the uh international space station Mm -hmm. uh india put an unmanned capsule on the moon yesterday please explain that that's what they tell you okay so you don't believe any of that what you don't believe in the satellites are up there how does our internet work here without <laughs> Here, here's a good question. How does internet work? Period, Jeff. Well, that is a damn good question. I don't understand that. That's way above so, my pay grade. So, fig- when you figure that one out, I'll figure my answer out. Tell me exactly how internet works. Tell me how. Tell me how a fax machine works. We don't even use fax machines anymore, and I can't tell you how they work. How's an MRI work? Exactly. So, shit just works on its own accord. But I would. It is money, money, magic is exactly what it is. Tell me how I can get a piece of paper here and I can send it to Zach halfway across the United States, and he'll have that piece of paper in his hand in ninety seconds. I don't know how it fucking works, Jeff. So, Zach, what's your thoughts on um, the satellites? They're in orbit. If the Earth's flat, why would they be in orbit? Okay. See, that's that's one like the sun. You know the the flat earthers they can they can kind of you know raid their parade flag around until you you get to sun, other planets, satellites. I mean then, then it gets they're they're you know I mean other than it just orbiting around the earth there's no explanation unless they're sitting up there some guys just holding <laughs> them up like a giant or something. I think I think Lee Joe's thing was there's giants. Oh, up there. oh Lee's losing his credibility like, real fast. <laughs> Now uh, I think that the Earth Earth was on pillars, like seven pillars, and that's what had the gravity. And then uh, there's these the, the spotlight was one of them. It was like a giant held the spotlight, and that was God. And kind of <laughs> moved <laughs> thing around. <laughs> so what this says that 
like I said, it is easy to find something debunking it. I can't find anything that says that. Your, your, uh, your buddy but Lee. This, this says that flat earthers say satellites do not exist. So hmm. I'd sure like to see those that Starlink train goes by every night now. I'd like to have them explain that. So what does uh, Dude, that's, your buddy Lee, big flat flat Earth yeah. guy? How come he never thought about flying to the end of this Earth? What 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 kept you from flying to the edge? Okay. He's a. He's I busy. mean, that's the big thing you got. I mean, this guy is a freaking pilot. I mean, and he he flies some of the you know richest people around in the world. And we always told him, "Is like, dude, you better keep that pretty quiet." <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you're interviewing for a job, you might want to just go right. rent a car and and don't, for the love of God, don't drive yours up there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, dude. Other than, I mean, he would, I mean, giants, giants, the earth on these pedestals, the whole thing. And it's like, you, and he really believes it. Yeah. I'm going to look him up on Instagram. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm uh, trying to find anything no. about satellites, satellites See, and flat I mean, earth, because like I said, that's, that's, be, that's beyond my, that's beyond my 77%. Here's a here's Lee Joe's comment. There's no space. There are no satellites. The GPS is all BS. The info. Uh, I'm trying to think what it means by info. It's coming from HF high frequency radio, low ran. That's old school. Microwaves and VHF triangulations for GPS triangulations. Right. So there's no GPS satellites. Or anything Nothing like, like that. that. Everything up there is fake. The inter- the TV that I watched for years that that's all satellite radio. That's all fake. Is Lee on Instagram? I doubt it. I'm, I'm telling this dude's nuts. That's why I'm trying to look him up. I could I could try to I could try to find out. Like I said, I, last known position he was <laughs> in was he was working for. He was working for a company in Los Angeles. That's a good place to be if you're going to be fucking nut job. Yeah. I wish I, I guarantee I could send y'all a picture of his car if I had one, but I made it. So it acts like they do. <laughs> Flat Earthers invented many explanations about the, visit, about the visibility of satellites by setting the satellite's orbital parameters and how they can be used to predict the visibility. We know Flat Earthers came through just nonsense. So, but I can't find what their argument is. I can find for everybody debunking it, but I can't find any sort of what a flat earther thinks in accordance to the the satellite. F- the flat earth map that you showed, Andy, it just looks like it's a long freaking way from Los Angeles to anywhere. Is it a short distance from Los Angeles to anywhere? Well, but that- on your flat earth map, it looks like if you're going to go to... Tokyo and stuff, it's a long way to even fly. You shouldn't even go from, uh, let me go to your map again. I was going to say, the, the official from from Los Angeles to Tokyo, you're going to, you know, coast off somewhere in between, somewhere around Vancouver, and then you're going to fly up to around the Aleutian Islands and then come back down the that eastern side of Russia but to on Andy's map, it looks like you'd just be better off to go straight from L.A. and fly right over the North Pole and go right into... Okay, hold on. I've got a TikTok. 
This is where this oh, is where we get all. Of, but I can't I can't find anything else. I've gone to all. I've gone. I've searched Yahoo. I've searched all this shit. Like TikTok's the only place where I can find any sort. Because I just want to hear what their argument is. NASA has hundreds of these satellite balloons up in the air right now. I never knew these NASA satellites existed before flat Earth. Have you seen them? Google and many other companies have fleets of these balloons as well. Look up Project Loon. The fact that NASA and its subsidiaries hardly discuss these so-called satellites was a huge proof for me because it evinces a deliberate effort to conceal the fact that space satellites don't exist. Don't exist. Don't exist. The whitewash of these balloon satellites is evidence that they are lying about space satellites. These high-altitude balloons can carry 8,000 pounds and include telescopes, radar equipment, communications equipment, internet, etc. Here's one that almost killed some people. So now satellites are completely fake. That's what this guy says. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the official argument. So I guess when we watch TV from DishNet, Dish has just got a bunch of balloons up in there. I guess so. According to them. And s- well, I was gonna, it's kind of one of those things, like, no matter what, like, the satellites or balloons, I mean, we, you know, big news, what was it, springtime, Chinese spy balloons, right, coming across right. the United States. Yes. But, I mean, they're just, they, they you got to have, because, like, for example, y'all use the example of this Starlink. Y'all didn't have internet, now you do. Yeah. Yeah, they got to figure out some sort of explanation for, okay, why this? Like, they can't, we can go, well, it's easy. We watched Elon Musk on, you know, Discovery Channel. He launched a satellite up there. I mean, we, we saw it. We saw it happen. These guys have never seen a, you know, balloon get launched by the federal government and then these Starlinks orbit in the sky kind of thing. Yeah, and that's pretty much a common deal you can see now is a Starlink, the train. Yeah. And we watched them get launched. Yep, bunch of uh, you can pull it up bunch on YouTube. Of balloons up there. Twenty three percent, or what are you thinking? I mean, so explain to 20. me what ex- that that the the satellites accounted into the twenty three percent. So that didn't drop you down any. No, no, that's still. So the only way you're going to believe is if Richard Branson or if Elon Musk puts you on one of those ships and shoots your ass up and orbit. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to leave Earth. I just want to stay here. I stay <laughs> on the ground. I barely like flying. I'm not going any higher than a commercial jet. All right, we'll switch it up a little bit now because me and Andy have both talked about this. What about the moon landing? Do you think that we put people on the moon in the 60s or ever? Do you think we've ever been um, on the moon? To be, I mean, I, I got to go with yes. Um, but it's a lot softer of a yes than I, I could be. I could be pointed either way, right? Like, you know, I'm not a huge conspiracy theorist, but. Um, it's one of those things where you, like, I've, I've seen this stuff capable of doing it. I mean, you could launch an SR-71, you know, the Blackbird. I bet you that thing could, I mean, you put it on a trajectory towards the moon, it's, it's going. It's going a direction. It's getting far. Now, getting back is going to be your problem, but. Are they, you know, are they still using the SR-71 or do they finally retire it completely? I don't know if it's officially retired yet. I know the U2s are still out there. Um, the uh, Those those are one of the things I actually kind of look for because you'll be cruising along. It's usually over you know the Atlantic or the Pacific, and you look up, you'll see them. F- it's rare, but they're up there. How, f- how high are they flying? 100,000 feet? 
I, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a hundred. I think their normal is is and again it's all class. I think their normals are in the eighties. That's hard to believe um, we got something that can fly that fast and that it's hard to believe that one of them got shot down is what's amazing. Well, they're slow. That's their biggest when you look at a YouTube like on Google, it's a it's a huge glider with a jet engine. I mean it's it's relatively slow. So you could same thing with it, you know, you could shoot a rocket eventually you just you just keep shooting it thinking okay that one was behind it you move it they're not quick that's their biggest um downfall was the sr-71 though it's pretty fast isn't it yeah i think they're they're in the high mock mock three mock four you know three four times speed of sound i mean the thing's booking it i saw a radio but, deal with one of them was doing um he was calling in call signs and it was like the LA center. Oh, the airspeed. Yeah. L- airspeed. That's the funniest yeah. video. <laughs> and what yeah. is, cause that guy's like, I've got you down at Mach 2.5. Yes, I am. Who is this? Well, now, it, yeah, it was like uh, you know, a little 172 pilot checked in first, you know, I want a ground speed readout and you know, 90 knots, whatever yeah. it was. And you get an airline pilot who thinks he's something <laughs> and you know, 400, then you get, you know, F 18, SR seventy one goes, you know, he goes well two point five, you know, Mach two five. He goes, well, I got it closer to three, but and then the guy came back from LA. He's like, well, your equipment's better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you, uh, the the sad thing is in our country is conspiracy theories go on and on. We find out more and more right. of them are true, like from nine yeah. eleven, JFK. Big Mike, whatever it is, we're starting to find out more and more of that shit is probably exactly what it comes back. But I don't think the Flat Earth group has got a chance. Buzz Aldrin said that they didn't go to the moon. The moon one, I'm not 100% sold that we we did go to the moon. I want to think... I think it was propaganda. I think that we were, we were in a space race, and that was something that we needed to win. So... Uh, we, we had to win a war. Right. So know? it's, you know, let's what can we do... Yeah, Let's I'm not figure out how to do this. Plus, like if you look at some of the shit from the International Space Station, the ladies they fucking put a lot of shit of uh, hairspray in their hair to make it stick straight up to make it look like they're in. They don't have any atmosphere around them. So you don't think we've been to? The, we'd have an international hold on, space hold on, station. Hold on, hold on. But when you look at people that are in zero G's on, because that's what they do on planes, right? They can get zero gravity. Yeah. When you look at mm-hmm. women with long hair. Their hair's not standing up like the Bride of Frankenstein. It's kind of free flowing like it would in water. So when and then like it's not and then this lady does like a flip and the hair like never moves like it's still sticking just you know straight up. So there's obviously a little bit of trickery that they do that they try to do. I'm not I'm not sold that we went to the moon for sure. I'm 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 about a twenty percenter on that deal. I want to think, because I grew up in America at the patriotic time that our country wasn't lying to us. Well, as I get older, I realize they've lied to us from day one. Do you think that there's an International Space Station? I do believe that. I don't know. What do you think? Probably. 100%. Probably yeah. is. I was going to say, you can, you can, you can see yes. the thing. When is, when is Apple going to get us an accurate representation of our, of our globe on my iPhone? That's what I need to know. So Because it's not flat. <laughs> so you think it's wrong? So, uh, do you... I, I think that we've been to the moon. That I'm 80% that we've been to the moon. I just I, I but there's so many different things. And what's really interesting, I was watching a James Bond movie the other day. Diamonds are forever one of them. I'm a big Bond guy, but I just can't remember the name of which one. Yeah. And they go to Las Vegas. 
and they go to see uh, Wizard White or something has a this big casino. But anyways, they go to this private deal, and this guy's a defense contractor, and they go they bond breaks out and goes through this warehouse, and guess what they're doing? They're filming moon stuff there. Oh right. And I just thought, you know, that's really weird. That, <clears throat> and this film was made in the '60s, and they're filming these guys on the moon, and they've got these moon rovers and stuff that they're driving and shit. And I was like. Well, if you watch The Shining, Stanley Kubrick did it, and supposedly he's the one that directed the moon landing. And if you watch The Shining, there are a bunch of like little bitty Easter eggs in there of him kind of rubbing his, you know, po- poking you in the eye that hey, the moon landing was fake. Well, what about the uh, the Challenger, the space shuttles? Do you not think they went to space? Not- where did that? Where do you think they just flew around for four or five days at before they landed? I thought the Challenger was the one that exploded. Well, it did, but it also landed a couple of times. Yeah. Also, but but all of those challenge, all of those space shuttle missions, they fly up to space. Well, where do they go for four or five days? And then we watched them on TV coming in. We watched them land. I I've seen them, and when I grew up in Wichita Falls, I used to land there all the time when they was flying them back to Florida, and you'd see them propped up on yeah. a seven forty seven. But where would you? Where where do you think those space shuttles went to? Mm-hmm. So we just shot them off the deal. We watched them take off. We flew off into space, and then they cruised around the Pacific for four days and then landed. Like you watched them for four days? You didn't take your eyes off of them? No. Where do I go for four days? When you were in New York, I didn't see you. <laughs> where in the fuck did this space shuttle go to if it wasn't in space? I don't know. But, I mean, just because we didn't see it doesn't mean anything in my mind. There's a lot of things I don't see right now that are going on. But we watched it coming in on cameras as it come in from space. Okay. So what do you think? For four days they just flew around up in the air with those big engines? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. It, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't have the fuel. No, not at all. I've been to... Have you Have you been to... Uh, what's it called at Boca Chica? Where Musk place called? Space... SpaceX? SpaceX? Have you, oh, have you been, SpaceX. Have you been to SpaceX? No, I'm, I've never been. It's, I mean, I'm in LA all the time. It's right up the, you know, I think it's right up the road, but no, it's nah, in I've Texas. It. It's in Texas. Oh, is it's it? It's at South Padre Island across the jetties at a place called Boca Chica. I've been there and it's interesting. You drive down to farm to market road and there's a fucking rocket ship sitting there. And then there's another rocket ship and it's another rocket ship. Well, Elon Musk is one of the smartest men in the world. I think, I think if the earth was flat, he wouldn't hey. be fucking doing the shit he's doing. Yeah. Well, the, the the thing about Elon Musk, it's funny. I've never, never flown him, never met him, but he's got one of the biggest followings I've ever seen in my life. I remember once we landed in New York and uh, he pulled up in his jet right next to us, got off. Didn't, I didn't even recognize the guy. Like, okay, whatever. And we went outside to eventually go to the hotel, and there's 200 people outside that guard gate waiting for Elon Musk to leave. I, I saw the cage matches uh, off. I don't think that's going to happen now. I'm bummed. That would have been awesome. Oh, she'd whip Zuckerberg's ass. Zuckerberg's actually, I guess he's been training. If I was going to bet on anybody, jiu-jitsu. I would have bet on Zuckerberg if I was a bet man. I think he's younger. How, how old is Elon? Is Elon in his 50s yet? Is he 50 yet? He's got to be. 40 Did he 50. knock up one of his employees' wife or some shit? I don't know about I that. I think he did. I think he's kind of a little. Hey. He's got like 15 well, kids. I was going to say. He's got a lot of kids because he's very, he's, he's a big, very concerned that the earth is going to, uh, the population is collapsing. He's 52. 52. And I don't even know if Zuckerberg is, uh, 
in his forties yet. Yeah, he's got to be in his forties, but not so? much older. Thirty nine. So he'll be forty. Yeah, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook's been around for too long. Yeah, he's thirty nine. He don't have any kids, does he? Uh, yeah, yeah. Zuckerberg does. Yep, I'm pretty sure. Just a Harvard dropout. That's all he is. Actually, his um, I think it's right. His uh, his wife, his uh-huh. ex-wife, really nice, actually. Yeah, yeah. Zuckerberg, you you flew yeah. you flew her, or you just met her somewhere? Her, yeah, her. I flew her. She's really nice lady. I, I like her a lot. He has three kids. So. She, the Chinese lady and him got a divorce. Uh, was she Chinese? I thought, or I, that might be, I think that's his new wife. Oriental or whatever word I'm not allowed to say. I'm trying to be nice here. I don't know what word I can use. Elon has 10 kids. God almighty. Yeah. Well, anybody do that to themselves. He can afford it. Uh, and their money builds a lot of energy. Gosh. Almighty. Well, Imagine what he'd get done if he didn't have all them kids. Yeah, we'd, we, we would have, uh, we'd have really good internet here. We wouldn't even need internet. It'd be so good. What, did, did, would you want a guy like Elon being president? Which I don't know if he was born in South Africa, so I guess he... Well, he wouldn't be the first one that wasn't born here, probably. <laughs> Maybe, but... I don't, know. I don't know. I mean, you know, like all the all the things going on with Trump right now, I just I just remember with Trump, it just seemed like my paychecks went more. It, like they yeah. were right. It's not even yeah, close. I mean, it, it wasn't even... And then now it's like... I mean... Anything you can't even you can't even go buy a, a used truck is twenty grand. Yep, the worst yeah. the worst president in the history of the United States we are dealing with right now. And the sad thing is he's not even president. He ain't running shit. This Obama's third term. I just read today. <laughs> I just saw a deal today. They've welded the fucking gates open on the wall in Arizona. The federal government has welded the gates open to open border. What the fuck are they trying? I mean. There, there is a consorted effort to ruin our country, and they're doing a damn good job of it. Well, did you see in Kansas? I guess the police, Marion, I think it is, they raided the house of a 98-year-old lady who owned a uh, newspaper in Little Marion, and uh, evidently she had written some articles that were against the mayor, against the chief of police, and they raided her house. Looking for what? I don't know. But anyway, she ends up dying the next day from fucking 98, like all this stress shit. <laughs> but it was an attempt to intimidate her. It was, an, it was an attempt to silence her from what I gathered this morning whenever I was looking at it. But and you would think in a small town Kansas, you wouldn't have to deal with that but she shit. But she had security in her living room, and it shows them like bust in, and here she comes in her walker, and like they're just, they're, they're pulling laptops, and they're pulling discs and computers, and just crazy. But I mean, that's you know, you got the freedom of the press, which is supposed to be, uh, you know, protected. And then Marion, Kansas, they don't really give a shit. They came in and killed I, the old lady. Well, basically, yeah, I mean, you got you got Twitter. You know, I mean, yeah. Elon had to go buy Twitter to open it up. I saw uh, so. this this morning that Trump's numbers for the Republican nomination have just grown and grown and grown. He's like at sixty seven percent now. Oh, it's not a- even every close. Time they in- Yes. Every time they indict him, they go, "Hey." Yeah, they yeah. Go, they get higher and higher. He, he, and I saw a guy, a CNN guy, said, "We legitimately are concerned that Trump is really going to win this election. We've got to do something." You're the media. <laughs> Your job is not to be concerned <laughs> about who's going to win. It's to report the fucking news. But 
people in this country, you, you can go to any neighborhood anywhere. I don't give a shit if you go to the wealthiest or the poorest. Those people want Donald Trump back. I saw a sign in the middle of Western Kansas, the big like a, a store that would have a big lit up sign that someone paid $10,000 for that said, God bless Donald Trump. There ain't ever been a president in our country other than maybe John F. Kennedy that had the love of the people that Donald Trump does. People want to take care of our own. And that's what he does. They don't, I don't trust Republicans and I don't trust Democrats. I wouldn't piss on Mitch McConnell if he was on fire, nor would I Chuck. <laughs> I mean, I don't trust either one of them. But for some reason, this rich guy from New York that's a real estate mogul, that's a billionaire, I trust him. And I think he's got my best interest at heart. And, you know, like you said, it don't take a poor person to go to the grocery store long to see that you're not getting your bang for your buck you used to get. No. I mean, yeah, like in Africa, I was in Africa for 10 days. I had uh, lobster probably four or five times. You had steak, lunch, and dinner. Uh, 10 days hotel bill for my, and you know, whatever beer they had over there. My, my, when I left, it was 400 bucks. Whoa. Total. It's cheap. Jeez. Yeah. Can you believe it? 10 That's days. Bre- eating like a king. 10 days bre- breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and eating like a king. It's not like cows are, you know, it's just over here, freaking cow costs, you know, God knows how much over there. It's like, that's a cow. Right. <laughs> Son of a uh, bitch. Maybe that's where, well, no, I you s- can't go. Did go you, there because now they're killing everybody. The fake meat shit now. I saw a deal that in 2030, they named like 15 cities in America. They're going to ban eating beef. Fuck them. Who are they going to tell you what to fucking eat? What gets me is these fucking sheep that are going to go along with this. And this new mandate with the mask and stuff, that shit's coming. I saw another deal on it. And I just, I can't believe anybody in the United States of America is going to go put a fucking mask on again. It just blows no, my it, mind. It won't happen. I, I, yeah, there ain't no way. Oh, there'll be some liberal fuckers that'll go into. There's a university. Oh, 100%. You've already said you'd put a mask back on, Jeff. No, I, I said if the airlines made me wear a mask to fly and I had to fly, yes, I would. But I'm not wearing one anywhere else. You just gotta, you gotta, you gotta stand, Jeff. But if everybody said, something. if everybody on an airplane said, "Fuck it, I'm taking it off," they they couldn't do nothing. I don't want to be on the no fly zone though list. But just charter, uh, uh, yeah. Did y'all wear a mask on y'all's okay. private jets? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. I, I knew that. Cat's out of the bag. It's like at a hunting lodge. We ain't wearing fucking masks around here. I had guys pull up that first year, and they'd get masks, and they'd get out with masks on. Then they'd look around. They'd be like, oh, nobody else is wearing a mask. Fuck no, we're not wearing yeah. a mask. Yeah. They'd kind of do that, look no. around like, there's nobody else doing this. I was going to say, I remember before I bought my place here in mississippi we used to travel to, to kansas every year and i i mean you'd go out there i mean you were free again no mass no no nothing you'd come to i mean because most half my years new york or la yeah and you just forget like okay this is what life's yeah what's real I saw a lady in Boston at a restaurant. She'd have a mask on. She'd pull her mask down, take a bite, put her mask on, chew, pick her mask up, and take a bite. And I thought, I'm sitting five feet from you. I ain't wearing a fucking mask. I wish I could sneeze right now. That fucking cleared that whole place out. But people just bought into that shit. So the fucking liberals are going to buy into it again, but nobody else is. Well, all we did was kill our kill our natural immunities. Yep. Like, that's the only thing is that it prevented just enough to where we got sick at everything. And put a bunch of businesses out of business. Yeah. 
tons mm-hmm. and tons. You go play, you travel a lot. How many times in the United States? Because I don't know about any or overseas, but in the United States, right. when you look at a restaurant, if you look on Google and you say, "Well, let's go eat somewhere in New York City," Close. a lot of fucking places are closed now, and it's because of the COVID oh. shit. And to to kind of it somewhat tangent off that, it's uh with we again I have a our normal crew hotel in L.A. and there's a strip. Right, great. It's actually really good restaurants. Um, some of them change names, whatever. But every we we did a poll. You know, most most pilots kind of bat bat the right side anyway. Uh, but we did a poll. We'd ask the restaurant owner, you know, Trump or Biden. One hundred percent of them said Trump. Yeah. That's who they voted for. And this is L.A. This is the their. Big stomping grounds. Everyone in LA believes that's a Republican. Believes that the election was stolen. Yeah. If if yeah. if we had, I, I saw someone yesterday had a thing that said we need a fair election. I'm all for that. I think every vote should count. But you should be an American citizen, and you can vote one time. Get rid of bail-in ballots. Make election day a national holiday. Everybody's off. Everybody can go vote. If you can pick the voice star in three minutes on TV from call-in shit, you got to be able to fucking pick out who won our election pretty quick. And it shouldn't take all night. We wouldn't shouldn't stop counting votes in the middle of the night. I mean, anybody with common sense knows things didn't equal up. The analytics alone show Biden didn't win the election. And I, I saw a poll yesterday. 71,000 votes is the difference between Joe Biden and Donald Trump being president. Total seventy one thousand votes. If you took Georgia, Arizona, the the, the four or five places mm-hmm. that made the difference, it was seventy one thousand votes. And if you take you election fraud out of that, it's election fraud. Well, no, I mean you can come up with seventy one thousand votes. Well, yeah, it's pretty easy in the middle of the night when you fucking right. bring them in. That's what I'm right. saying. They cheat. They they Man. cheat. Everybody knows it. The foreign countries, they all know it. But you can't go anywhere in America and ask that question, Trump or Biden, and you can't get more than 70% of the people are going to say Donald Trump. And, I mean, you can go to neighborhoods, I'm sure, in L.A. where everybody's a Biden person just because they think they need to be a Democrat. I saw Jennifer Aniston come out against woke yesterday. Really? Yeah, she said being woke is not the way to go. Hmm. My girl. Well, I mean... You know, you go to Los Angeles is a great example of, I mean, just how they live is you would think they would finally go, you know what, we've had enough. I mean, they can't water their grass. And the amount of water and the amount of snowfall that the state of California got this year was ridiculous. Went out in the ocean. I mean, yeah, they did. Hey. <laughs> they don't yeah. have they don't have enough fucking duck hunters or people would be damming shit up and building some duck property there. Yeah, and I feel sorry more, for they've got more duck hunters I'll, than most well, states. I, I know that I was being kidding about that, but I feel sorry for the duck hunters out there because they're draining all their wetlands and shit to save a smelt or some crap. Guys, the I, I've, it's been on my bucket list. Um, whenever we overnight in San Francisco, you can see every duck on North American mm-hmm. continent in the San Francisco area. I mean, it was it's unbelievable, and same with turkey hunting. You go that Napa Valley, you know, big wine country. They they walk around like pets. <laughs> you can buy some. You can <laughs> yeah. buy some property in San Francisco is going to be getting real fucking cheap, real real fast because everybody's leaving. Even the liberal stores are leaving. And what's funny, I guess Gump's is this name of a big famous store in San Francisco. Been there 160 years. 
their owner's coming out and he wants a meeting with Gavin Newsom and everybody else. And nobody gives two shits about the plight of all the businesses there. And I think, well, I bet you fucking gave money to Gavin Newsom and you did to the last mayor. Y'all just keep electing Democrats and then you wonder why everything's going to shit. Jennifer Aniston said there's a whole generation of kids now who go back and watch episodes of Friends and find them offensive. I didn't see, I don't, I'm not a Friends like fucking aficionado, but. The little bit that I've watched of Friends, I never saw anything offensive about it. Do you it. think King of uh, the, what's that show? King of Queens. King of Queens. Do you think that's offensive? Well, no, but I'm not I'm not offended by I, anything. I wa- right. But, but I could see, I mean, maybe he said something. I mean, they, they poke they, fun at gays and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, that's just life. Right. And, and, and But yeah, like Friends, big time show, big hit. I never, like I said, my wife watches Friends at late at night. I usually just go to sleep, but I've never seen anything that was like oh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld that. couldn't be on now. You think so? Fuck no, not with him banging all them chicks and shit. Oh, and the sec, you know, de- de- demeaning women <laughs> and making fun of people they made fun of, an ugly baby and shit. No, and it was a good show. There's nothing well, wrong. Well, he did it. say that. Well, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, the gays. Yeah, not that there's anything wrong with that. Of course not. No. No, absolutely, absolutely not. not. Yeah. I mean, Kramer didn't want to wear the fucking pin or whatever, the pink, before they come out with the rainbow shit, I think they had a pink oh, right. deal, and he wouldn't want to wear it because he didn't want to be marked that way or whatever it was. But all them shows, you know, there ain't. I don't even watch regular TV now. There's not a show on regular TV I watch. I did start my new Netflix series, The uh, Righteous Gemstones is on again. Have you seen that? It's a fucked up deal with John Goodman plays a uh, TV evangelist. Mm-hmm. It's funny. They make fun of preachers and the way they do. I'm, I'm, I am a, I love, I love God and I'm a Christian. I'm not a really good Christian all the time, but I am against these million dollar preachers and they make fun of that on this show. And I like it because they do it. Oh, those big yeah, I was going to say those mega churches, yeah. those things, man, are you're flying in on that, that, that Creflo yeah. dollar or whatever his name is and Joel Olstein and shit. And they're flying around $50 million jets. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think they're con artists. My preacher gets on to me all the time because he 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 thinks they're doing a good job because they can reach so many people and save so many people. Well, with fifty million dollars, you ought to be able to save a bunch of people. I was gonna say also too. I mean, you gotta you know now that all the all the duck hunters aren't as pissed off anymore. But like the duck dynasty, you go back, you listen to Phil and all them. I mean, the only reason they did the show was if we can change one person's life, we did our job. Right. You know, and then, I mean, they got the biggest rap from kind of the, because you'd go to your, your you know, spot, your WMA, it went from three trucks to 30. I think Phil was good for you know, duck hunting. I, I, I do. The, uh, and I'm jealous of the Phil. Big thing, the big thing here in Mississippi, we don't have public, we, we do, obviously. I mean, we got the river, but it's, the public land isn't, it, it used to be okay. We get the weather in front, we get the weather, uh, but I mean, you pull up now. You're, I mean, and this is Mississippi Delta. I mean, it's Arkansas. Yeah. So it went from three to thirty to fifty to opening day. There was, I think, sixty trucks at Matthews Break four years, five years ago. Yeah, you know, I, Phil. Phil was so. good. Phil was good for duck hunting. Like I said, I, I'm jealous of Phil. Who wouldn't be? If you're in the waterfowl business at all, the guys made millions yeah. and millions of dollars. The guy's a straight up killer, hell of a hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, but Phil got more kids involved in hunting 
and duck hunting and more yeah. men. And the people that get mad are the people that want their honey holes. They don't want nobody else to hunt it. Well, you're hunting public water. That's part of the game. Unfortunately, I hate to tell you that. And I'm sure he did bring a lot of people that didn't know what the fuck they were doing, but it got people interested oh, yeah. in hunting. And we don't, we need everything we can do to get more people into hunting. Whether it's Phil Robertson, if MC Hammer came out and started fucking duck hunting and got people into mm. it, whoever it is, we need them. Yeah. Even sure. Cardi B and her chicken what? wings. <laughs> he didn't say it was I, Cardi B. I, and the but he said it was one of them. Alleged, Alleged. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. No, I mean, at some point, though, like that story, it's, it, it's, they don't know any better. That's the only thing I can, explanation I can come up with. My buddy that, you know, my, bu- my buddy that was a pilot in the 70s, he flew the uh, Beach Boys. And, Brian Wilson, I think that's the one that passed away from all the drug use, right? I don't know. I think it was it was it was the one that passed away, and I think it was Brian Wilson is his name, the one that was Charlie Manson's buddy. Anyways, they were flying on a plane, and they were giving the the, the stewardess all kinds of shit, and he'd had enough, and he walked back there, and he goes, "What the fuck's going on?" And they had a big old bunch of cocaine on a mirror, and they were snorting that shit. He fucking took that cocaine and he threw it on the floor, and the fuck it where it just spread out on the floor and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he said, I ain't putting up with this shit. And he put her in a seat somewhere, and he landed in fucking El Paso. They were flying from Houston to L.A., and he had the fucking uh, the FBI come meet the plane. Jeez. Took him off the fucking airplane. So I'm not putting up with this shit. Okay. No, we, we recently, you know, uh, I was getting caught while I was overseas. I was getting caught. We had a big, big problem. We, we were doing a road trip. Um, I don't know how to. Getting a phone call? There we go. Yeah, the uh, no, we were doing a uh, it was doing like you know, concert series. You fly here, stay a couple hours, concerts done, fly. And he was a big musician, and it was the same thing. He's just sitting there trying to obey the rules, going, you know, and again, that's the problem with rich people is the, the rules apply to everyone else but right. themselves. Yeah, so I mean, all they were doing was hot box in this jet, and the pilot's like, Look, I don't want to put it. You know, for example, El Paso, I want to land in El Paso because I could get, I mean, especially with corporate flying, that they're paying $50,000 for a two-hour flight, you know, or, you know, just stuff like that. I mean, it, it's big business now. So that's, it, that, it, it, it's a real, it pisses me off, to be honest with you, because you should be able to, here's the law. Nope. Not with but, them. Yeah. Not within law. Hey, the, the, they make the laws for us to follow. Yeah, exactly. Um, and like if they're hotboxing it in there, like there's also, is there a possibility that it could uh, go into you and then you'd piss hot? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I, I'm pretty sure it would be the same, same thing. I've heard stories before, you know, because you, you got you, pilots are all personality. All, I mean, all different. You got some people that are okay with it. And, you know, I've heard a story before of these, Pilot said, "Yeah, no problem, no, no big deal." They they hot boxed the jet so bad they were up there in smoke goggles and oxygen mm. mask. That's st- trying to that's fly. Stupid sitting, shit. That's just that's just stupid. Yeah. I mean, for because if you land, let's just play. Let's say the FAA is going to do their job that day and they're going to ramp check you, and that door opens. Right. This pass. Nothing's going to happen to the passengers. You are screwed. Yeah. So, pure uh, disrespect. Well, I mean, it just, yeah, it's just, you know, I don't know. it It's a shitty deal all the way around. It really is. Because, like, you know, I can see the pilots. Like, you know, you want to you wanna smoke a joint or have a beer or, like, whatever. But, like, when it becomes, like, 
I open this door and it looks like Cheech and Chong are coming out of here. Well, that's a, a totally different story. And, you know, now you're putting my life on the line. But the problem is these rich assholes, you know, there's shades of there's shades to everything. So you might be like, yeah, you know, have a joint or whatever. And like they all of them are just passing them around like the Doobie Brothers. Well, that's not exactly what I meant. I meant like take a toke and put the motherfucker out. Or just drink a fucking beer and wait till we land. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's a 45-minute yeah. flight. Do what uh, you want in 45 minutes. You can't wait. Dude, We're going from L.A. to Vegas. Man, I've, uh, those, the L.A. to Vegas flights, are, those are the but you, You'll get some interesting people. Have you, you, have you had the Mile High Club yet on your plane? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Does it, does it uh, sway the, the plane at all, or is it uh, pretty pretty equal? It's a, if it's a small jet, yeah. You, I mean, you'll look. So, our, about a, it's just under a hundred feet long, hundred foot wing, uh, and you'll. I don't. Know, I, I, I don't think most of the time the flight attendant comes up and is like, "Hey, don't go back there right now." <laughs> does she have to stand back she, there, or does yeah, she stay up there with y'all? No, she'll, she'll, it, it dep- depends which airplane. There's some, the galleys are in the back. There's some, the galleys are in the right. front. So it just depends which, uh, but, we, but we have one, we have one jet. It's a really nice airplane. It's like a full bedroom in the back. That thing, I don't want to know what stains are on that couch. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, don't put a black light up here. Oh God, no. That's disgusting. Um, but listen, they're paying all that money. I guess you know you want to go rub, have have a session, then have a session. I don't know. Hey, yeah, no, I mean that's the thing. That's your yeah, drugs. But yeah, yeah, that. Drug- I mean, <laughs> one of the funniest stories about someone renting a private jet. This guy, it was not. I'm hundred percent. It was not Anderson Cooper, <laughs> but it was his twin. All right, right. <laughs> it was this guy's. I mean, it what. We flew a private jet from New York to middle of Illinois, somewhere Springfield, maybe Illinois, and uh, he bought a dog. And we flew him back to New York. Bought it. He bought a dog. He was there. He's like, I'll be thirty minutes. I'll be back. He bought like a eight hundred dollar, you know, Labrador, you know, one of those fancy non-shedding, yeah. hypoallergenic. And I think I think I asked later. It was like forty grand for him to go pick up the dog. What the hell? But that's just that's just money, right? Like you know, it's not a big deal yeah. to them. Like I want a dog. I want nah, a dog today. Let's go get it. Yeah. Well, the funny thing, like y'all were talking about earlier, with um, you know, friends of yours, with I mean, when you have that kind of money, it's nothing for them to wake up that day and go, "I want to go to Cabo." Right. Call the pilot. Pilot flies into Cabo. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. When you got a lot of money. It's not a big deal. Like, it's just, yeah. you know, I'm going to make more money. The interest alone, the interest alone on my fortune will probably pay for this trip. So. Yeah, at least. Crazy stuff. Yeah. All right, my my man, we're going to uh, let you go here. We've been almost two hours here and uh, it's been a lot of fun. A lot of fun. No, I, I like, I like to hear how the other side lives. It's not flying American in the back of the plane with uh, having to wear a mask. So. It's fun listening to the, it. The uh, as it, do you you skew it all? You still about twenty three. I'm, I'm, I'm still flat. I'm still holding strong about twenty percent. So listen, you you dropped me down ten percent. So I mean, let's not get let's not yeah. get greedy here. I was up I was up uh, twenty to thirty, and now I'm in the low twenties on my high end. So 
was, when I listen to the guy from Antarctica and y'all's podcast, I'm going to see what he has to say about this. Ice yeah, ball. I don't know. I'm going to, I'll have to do a little bit of research on this. Cause like, here's, I'm telling you, like all I said, the only thing that, that prompted this was I was basically like, you know, I'm not a flat earther, but they have some interesting points. So now I've been backed into this corner to where I've got to defend being a flat earther and I'm not a flat earther. Like if you look at the percentages, I'm 80% in y'all's corner, but you know, just like, just like when you were explaining like why you would fly in a curve because it's shorter at the top and Jeff's like, Oh, you just proved your own point. It's like, no, I can see the points from both sides. I mean, you know, there's some parts of it that make sense. I think flat earthers have to explain a lot of stuff like satellites, you know, that, that's one thing that they, that, you know, in the weather. So it's like, I've been pushed into this forcefully and it's like, Hey, defend this. So I've got, I've had to do a shitload of research, more research than I care to admit that I've had to do on this shit. So. No, it's all good. But dude, I appreciate y'all having me on. Yeah, it's Thank been you. a lot of fun. Jeff had just stepped out. My kid, he was wanting crackers or something. So I don't know. But anyway, listen, uh, so when's your next flight? Uh, I'm back for two weeks, so it's uh, I got food plots to plant. I got to check on a rice field. Got to, you know, I'm thinking about dropping boards on a more soil unit for teal. I'm going back and forth on it. Um, so, so you go back what, got, for, uh, about fifth or sixth of September. You go back. Yeah, yeah, September the fifth. And then what? So how does that? What's your schedule like? Is it two weeks on, two weeks off? Yep, two weeks, two weeks. So that's why I mean, if people are listening. And thinking about flying, and they're duck hunters, and they want time to do it. You're gone. When you're gone, you are right. gone. But when you're back, you—I mean—you are. You're back. You can get a lot of stuff. Do done. they? Is there ever like a scenario where they're like, "Hey, we really need you. I know you're on your two weeks off, but we—you got to do this flight." Yeah, all, all the time. This Africa trip was one of them. I'd have come on five days early, um, but I knew the per diem was going to be right. extreme. You know, because I mean, I think we were making like 200 bucks a day per diem. And after the whole song and dance, Four, I spent $400. 400. So, yeah. So, well, do y'all open up September 1st? Yeah. Y'all have a dove season there? Yeah, I think, um, I think we got a big hunt here around Moon Lake area, uh, September the 2nd. We're, you know, I plan, but yeah. So, and then I think teal is, yeah. So, first is dove, and then teal starts around the 10th. I think goes for two weeks, but the thing Mississippi did, we have an early velvet season now for deer. Oh, really? So, yeah. So we're really kind of trying to, I think it's September the 17th, 18th and 19th. And, um, so we're really, I'm, my goal is to get a bunch of deer stuff going. And then, like I said, I'm nervous about this duck season. Just because of the water? To be honest, yeah. With the Pacific. Well, first it's dry. Second, you got, the last El Nino, major El Nino they talked about was like 2019, I think it was. Right. And it was horrible. At least here it oh, was. Oh, really? So, yeah. Um, and you got the... Yeah, I was looking at something about that the other day. I guess it's supposed to come on late late September, early October, I think. is They're supposed to, they're predicting a strong El Nino. Yeah. It's supposed uh, to start raining in September. Which, which is... Jeff's back. Oh really? Yeah, so it starts raining. Well, he said they're dry. Where? Where he is. We're Fuck dry. everywhere's dry in the whole fucking United States, just about. You're either flooding or yeah. you're dry. 
but it's supposed to, I mean, yeah. there's no in between. There's nobody like, oh, we've had good rains this year. Good, good, but good call on that one, Jeff. It's start in September. I September's think next s- week. September's supposed to start supposed to start raining in September and gonna rain all the way through February, March, April. Supposed to be so what made it so bad with the Pacific warming, you think? Uh, well, I, it's just all seasonal. I mean, the the big one that you know, El, the Pacific uh, dictates our weather, our winter, our summers. But the Atlantic, I mean, I think a month ago, the Key West water temperature was 101 degrees. Right. Ooh, that's hot. Yeah. You know, well, so, that was another thing that I I'm saw ke- was there's never been an El Nino where the Atlantic was as hot as it is. Exactly. Um, so I don't know. Cause I don't, I don't recall this ever being, so it's, you know, being, you know, flying all the time, you get curious, start looking at this. So I don't know what this winter is going to look like because of the two factoring together. Right. So, cause they were looking at, at but, El Nino's from the past, but they're like all the El Nino's, we don't have any data that's that with the Atlantic being as hard right. as it is. So it's like, really, we kind of don't know what this El Nino is going to look like. We ought to have some bad hurricanes right. if the Atlantic's a hundred degrees. Well, so the only thing that this El, El Nino is doing right now is that uh, I think it's called the subtropical jet stream. It, the, any wind shear is a hurricane's worst enemy. It can't. So it comes off the coast of Af- Africa around the equator. Right. It, I think the Capricorn's the north one. As soon as it hits that jet stream, it kills yep. it. So once that jet stream moves, there's going to be a lot of water probably showing up places. I hope it's in West Texas. That's all I can hope for. Yeah. Well, listen. Be safe. Yeah. Have a have a great uh, dove season. Kill them up in uh, late September and uh, stay safe out there, my yeah, friend. This safe. has been a lot of fun. I, I appreciate y'all. Thanks, sir. Hey, thank you. Bye-bye. Appreciate. It. God bless Bye-bye. you, bud. So, are we still at twenty three to twenty five percent? Are we going down any? I'm at twenty three percent. Twenty three percent. The Earth is flat. Twenty seventy seven. Seventy seven. That it is round. Round. Poor stigma you're putting on your children. They're all never going to be known as. Oh, Andy, their dad's a hunting guide, or he's got a podcast. Gonna be uh, his fucking dad, dumbass dad's a flat earther. Had have you seen? Uh, so uh, hang on I used to play second. chess when I was in the army. I played. I was unbeatable. I was very, very good at it. Went chess. He, how do I pause this? He uh, Kramer Kramer's a Kramer's a chess player. E- evidently, he's a pretty good chess player too. Um, so he's talking about he's in L.A. and you'll just have to listen. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a. I saw a guy that was a chess playing savant at Harvard and got him. Mighty, this old man looked like a bum. He was on. killing those kids. This is funny. On the twenty-one hundred level. Really? Yeah. What? So I've been playing that machine for weeks, and then I happened to be out on Hollywood Boulevard, standing right. in the corner, and I saw this man, tattered, dirty as a street person. He had a chess set there right. to play. I said, you play chess? I, said, I, I do, I do. Where's the homeless guy? It's a homeless guy. And I said, yeah, he plays chess. I said, I'll tell you what, I'll play you a game. He goes, hey, I, I'll play you two games. I beat you two times. You can't play me no more. Puts out his hands, you know, see who's going to go first. Oh, Black, right, white. Right. I pick. I'm white. That means I have the first move. I already have the advantage. He now you're sitting on the sidewalk? I'm sitting on the sidewalk with him. I'm down here like this. Right. So I move my piece out, he moves his piece out very quickly. Boom. I said, oh, he stops that move. So I move out the night out, he moves out to Palm, he moves out to Bishop, da, 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 in two minutes, he's moving here, got me in a defense. Boom, checkmate. I went, whoa. He checkmated me in two minutes. Nobody has ever checkmated me in two minutes. 
Nobody, not even the machine, can checkmate me in two minutes. But this time I said, okay, let's play. Let's play chess. Makes me pick. I go first again. Okay. Eileen Ann comes. He moves out his knife. Just the time. He moves out his knife. I move my bishop. Bop, bop, bop. Checkmate. <laughs> Faster than the first time. So now he's putting his stuff away, and I'm going, come on, come on, let's play again. The play goes, no, no, no. I beat you two times. You can't play me no more. And I'm walking down the, following the <laughs> guy down into the an street. Argument. Going, come on, let's play. He goes, no, no, you leave me alone. You don't want to play. I don't want to play. I'm going, come on, let's just play another game. Come on, come on. He wouldn't play me. I went home. I called a friend who's a professional chess player. I called him up. I said, Leon, I played a guy on the street who beat me twice. And he goes, yeah, you played a savant. When I'm in tournament in a city, I look for those guys to play those guys. I said, you beat him? He goes, never. Really? Really. I always thought, God, can you get one of those guys in a tournament? Imagine. He says, you can't hold them in place. They're crazy. You but they're unbeatable. <laughs> So he could really be the greatest chess player in the world. Most likely. <laughs> but he's like, you can't, you can't get them in a tournament. They're crazy. But I could, could you just imagine him, Michael Richards, running down Hollywood Boulevard, chasing a homeless guy with a uh, with a chess, chess set. With a chess set. They were playing at Harvard, and there was tables. And I'm, I'm talking, I, I'd never seen this before. I mean, I've seen guys in a park play one or two people, but they had. I bet there was five, six tables with four or five people on each table playing chess. Right. And they had the little timers they'd hit and mm -hmm. shit. And there was a guy there that smoked cigarettes that never, ever didn't have a cigarette going. And he looked about like Kramer if Kramer was homeless. Mm -hmm. And he was kicking these Harvard kids' asses. Really? And I wondered if he was an old professor, if he was just – but, I mean, the crowd he was around, he probably was a very intelligent person. Right. And he was beating everybody's ass because I watched him for like mama shopping. I watched him for 30 minutes to an hour. Just, just sit and watch him. And he was kicking everybody's ass. Really? And there was a line of people went to playing. And he was like well known. Right. I mean, like he was the Oscar guy is part. the guy you got to try to beat. Right. And now this was on the campus. This was on oh, Harvard's right. campus. Right. But it's a little shopping deal there and a trendy little area and stuff. But he did not fit in. Everybody else had on the polos mm -hmm. and that you could tell. He might have been a savant. And he, I don't know, but he was fucking kicking their ass at a fucking chess. And I'll bet if we go back again this fall and we go there, because we go there every time we go, I'm going to look for him and see if he's there. Right. Matter of fact, if he does, I'm going to try to see if I can get him on the podcast because I bet he'd be an interesting fellow. I bet not. You don't think he'd be interesting? I think he'd be too smart. I think he would get bored. I think. Uh, well, that could happen too. I just, guys that have an extreme intelligence, like even when I, and I've not, I've not listened to the, but like whenever you hear Elon on Rogan, like he's just so far out there. Like you, he's thinking about so much at the same time, and it just as an interviewer, you got to be on on your game. See, guys like that don't make good teachers either, because they don't understand why you don't get what they get. Right. You know, like if he tries to explain something to you, or he does. He's not a good explain. He doesn't do a good job of explaining because he should. He thinks he just you knows should it. get it. It's just easy. And why why don't you understand that? It's real simple. Right. It's like math. I don't understand people that don't understand math. Well. I'm glad you said that because you can be Reese's tutor. Okay. Oh. What's he doing? New math. Oh, we'll be doing the old way of doing it, but well, the answers are the same. But I know that, but like the 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 protocol, you got to show your work and shit. And I don't. We're adding I, to subtract. We're doing this, and I'm just like, I like I can get I can basic math is very easy to me. You got your numbers, and like he's doing things on ten thousand, so it's like. 
you're here and you borrow and this and that and like it's it's I don't I don't know why we fucked with math. Math is the same as it was when the cavemen were it here. It should have been, but yes. I think somebody was looking for a job in the the teachers administration and was like, "You know what? Let's fuck with math. Let's make them add to subtract and do all these other things and do all these unnecessary steps to get the exact same answer." Yeah, I don't I don't get all that shit. And and it's and you see it all the time. But math is very simple for me, so I don't understand people that don't get it. Well, I mean, I can do fractions in my head and percentages Boom, and it just comes easy to me. So when I have to explain to someone, well, I don't understand what nineteen percent is. Are you a fucking idiot? It's real simple. Well, but we're making kids dumber by all these unnecessary steps. But also, if you put me in a seventh grade English grammar class, I would make an F. Mm-hmm. I don't get grammar, never have, and never will. I'm too old for that now. So, but I don't understand changing up math, and I hate to be there for y'all. And I never did understand having to show work because I never would show my work because right. I could just do it in my head. And I thought, what a waste of time to have to go back and show this dumb teacher how to figure this out when, you know, it's the I don't know how the teachers, right. I don't know how teacher, because like the teachers are my age. Well, any teacher that you have basically that hasn't been brought up through yes. the new math, like unless you've got a brand new teacher, chances are they learn math the same way that I did. So it's like they had to relearn everything to be able to teach these kids how to do new math. So I don't know. Um, are you watching the debate tonight? Fuck no. My guy's not in it, so I ain't watching it. Not a good look for him. Not a good look. It doesn't matter. His numbers will go up. He has nothing to prove. He's the Republican nominee. They're wasted time right now. There's no made me close. Yeah, but he should still get up there and debate. Well, what, what's he going to He's got something. To, he has nothing to show. He showed what he could do as a president before COVID, how great it was. Great. I don't, I don't understand. I wish he would. I'm sure when the next couple of debates, after they thin out the herd a little bit, I'm sure he will debate. He said he's not debating. Well, he, he don't have nothing to gain by it anyways. Now, what he's doing is giving Biden an excuse to not debate him. He has to debate him in the presidential. Why? There's no law that says you have to debate. You just debate. Really? There's no law that says there's no there's no law that says you have to show your tax returns either. Hmm. No, there's no law that says that he has to debate. Biden has to debate him for being president. Biden isn't going to debate. Uh, no, he's not. Kennedy. No, no, no. And, and and but yeah, I don't. Trump has nothing to gain by that. When it got down to two people, who do you think is going to be the the deal? Right now, I think the Vivek guy is probably the second best candidate in the Republican side. Yeah. And I don't even know nothing about him. Probably. I don't trust anybody that's been in politics a long time. Well, I'm not going to watch this because it's going to be boring without yeah. Trump there. Yeah, Trump made it fun. I, I, I won't watch it at all, but I'm going to watch. Hard Knocks did not come on last night. Really? No, I tried to watch it. Me and Mom sat down and watched it at 10 o'clock last night. It wasn't on. Hmm. It was supposed to have been released. I don't know. I've really enjoyed that. Aaron Rodgers has turned out to – He's this has been good for his uh, – His brand. Yes, well, his I don't brand. know about that because he lost the $3 million state farm deal. So Did he? Yep. Why? I don't know. I just saw it this morning. Somebody else pick him up. He's good. He took the $35 million pay cut, and then he lost the $3 million State Farm deal. Well, he doesn't look like he's too worried about money. No, I don't think he is, but... He's got that fuck you money. Big time. Um, he, uh, But anyways, his brand has really improved with this show. It's, yeah. He's been very humbling to work with the young guys, and he makes it look so easy. Yeah. Like when he was talking about, well, y'all need eight guys out there. He's just that good. And Salee talks about him when he throws the ball. Just what a fucking throw, you know? Nobody else is making that throw. Mm-mm. He's if, special. If he goes and wins a Super Bowl with the Jets, does he legitimize himself as the second best quarterback ever? Above who? 
or who's, um, who's he taking? Who who do you have above him now? I'm not a Manning fan. You would put Manning above him, but Peyton Manning has got to be number two or number three as the greatest quarterback of all time. He was a, he was a professor on the on the field. He was. He beat you with the, he beat you with his mind. He was so fucking smart. When them games with him and Ray Lewis playing against each other, those were some good days. Uh, I'm a um. I don't know because I mean, wouldn't isn't that basically what you saw with uh, Manning? I mean, he went to another team and won a Super Bowl. There. Yeah, but they didn't win a Super Bowl because of him. They won because their defense. Yeah, but didn't they go the year before that and lost? Who? Broncos. I don't think so. Didn't they go to two Super Bowls with Manning? No, just one. Pretty sure. They won the year that they beat Cam Newton because of Von Miller's reason they won that Super Bowl. It wasn't because of Peyton Manning. Peyton but Manning had they... even been benched for that Trevian Simeon. Or Trevor Simeon or whatever his name was. I don't I I think right now Tom Brady is by far the greatest quarterback they're playing. I don't think it's even gonna be, ever be close. Yeah. You know, there'll be a LeBron James to Michael Jordan that'll come down sometime. And maybe Patrick Mahomes is that guy. Patrick Mahomes might win three or four more Super Bowls in his lifetime. But right now, I would say that Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback ever. And I would say right now that Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning would be two and three, and Mahomes is probably four. Joe Montana was a great quarterback. There's no doubt about it. Yes, and he Terry, lost. To, he lost to Seattle. Manning did in Denver. Okay, 2014, and then in 2016, he yeah. I would beat put Carolina. I would put Manning as number two or three, and I think Aaron Rodgers is the opposite of that. And then Joe Montana, Terry Bradshaw, great quarterback, but God dang, the whole fucking defense was in the is in the Hall of Fame from them. Yeah, teams. I don't really. It, that's a tough argument because I don't really put a whole lot of those guys. Roger Staubach was a great athlete and quarterback. He would have been a phenomenal quarterback today. He could run. He could throw. He was smart. Could read a defense and throw the ball. But I, Patrick Mahomes is quickly coming up that list. If he puts another one or two in there, he's going to be able to make a case. Yes. But I don't think there's nobody will ever unseat Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady is probably the greatest football player ever. The funny thing is, as I saw Dill the other day in Michigan – the greatest players ever come played off Michigan. Tom Brady. Tom Brady was a backup at Michigan. I yeah. don't think he ever started a game at Michigan. Don't act like you love him now. He yeah. never fucking played for you. Yes. But uh, I am a... Uh, I, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, if he can go there and... But, I mean, look at what all he's bringing in. I mean... They got a great defense. They've got a great defense. But, I mean, that's kind of the... That's kind of the... He took that page from Tom Brady and... You know, Peyton Manning, whenever Manning went to uh, Denver. I mean, go to places that have good defenses. Rodgers' line is probably going to get him killed. This year? Yeah, it's not very good. Well, then that would be a problem at all. But i tell you what, he's smart when he, talk, when he talks about throwing the ball away and shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, just such a smart, smart, smart guy. And I'm going to tell you what, I don't know what will ever happen of Zach Wilson. Wilson. But the best thing happened to Zach Wilson is going to get to play two years behind Aaron oh, Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. You know, and maybe he ends up becoming that starter for the Jets down or down the road. Aaron Rodgers set for four years yep. or five years. People forget about that stuff. They say Jordan Love is looking pretty good at Green Bay right now. Right. And I thought Aaron Rodgers was really nice about him. He didn't say nothing bad. Ben Roethlisberger could have learned some stuff from Aaron Rodgers. What do you mean? Ben Roethlisberger was a dick to everybody that was played behind him. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, big time. But not my job to teach you how to right. play and blah, blah, right. this and that. I don't know because reports out of Green Bay is that he was kind of that way with Jordan Love, but that's what that's what I'd heard too. So I don't know if he's changed, but he obviously on the camera at the Jets, he's looked like he's been a real team player, right? And 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 
I think he's appreciating getting to play for a couple more years and took a lot of it for granted his first years with Green Bay. Yeah. But if Green Bay hits it with Jordan Love and he turns out to be a good quarterback, they are a blessed franchise. Dallas Cowboys the same way. They went from Tony Romo to Dak Prescott, two really good quarterbacks that they didn't waste any draft picks on. Jerry Jones is the most underrated general manager in football. (laughs) He's got a hell of a roster he's built. Yeah, but he gets in his way a lot. He he find he falls in love with his players. He does dumb shit once he's got them. There. Yeah, like Zeke keeping Zeke for all that money hurt them. Yes, and now they're going to pay a shitload of money to Dak. Yeah, I don't understand that. But you have to. Yes, same. It's the same argument as Justin Herbert. I talked to got the wedding about that. We talked about Dak, and he said something. He said, "You're not a Cowboy fan, no." What about Dak? I said, "I think Dak's very underappreciated." I said, "I don't think Dak is a top five quarterback." But I said, I think Dak's a top 15 quarterback. And even if he's number 15, who the fuck are you going to get to replace him? Teams can't find quarterbacks. You're going to go get Gardner Minshew. You're going to go get Taylor Heineke. I mean, those are the guys that are on free agents that you can go sign. Right. There's no big free agent. You know, the Chargers aren't going to trade you Justin Herbert for him. Mm-mm. You know? fucking. Uh, you can go get Trey Lance. I don't know that San Francisco would trade you Brock Purdy for Dak Prescott. They like Purdy. They do. I don't know. Would Seattle trade Geno Smith for Dak Prescott? Oh yeah. You think so? I don't. Yeah. D- Geno's got a stigma around him. Like, how many people turn it on that late in their career? Not, not, not disagree with you on that at all. But I'm just saying, would you, Seattle? Would you? What are you gaining by trading for Dak? That's what I mean. I don't know that there's a market. Dallas for it. wouldn't ever make that trade because, like I said, that would be stupid. They for feel them. like Geno. Right. I think the sentiment now. If Geno has another year where he's you know up there, maybe. But look. I don't know. Look at the NFC East right now. Jalen Hurts. Philadelphia would not even give you a time of day to trade for Dak Prescott for Jalen Hurts. I'm not so sure the Giants think they'd be getting an upgrade over Daniel Jones from Dak. Mm. You know, Hal, that would be an upgrade. Redskins would be better with with Prescott than Hal probably, but Hal kid looks pretty good. He did. But, I mean, there's just not a lot of teams out there. If two is healthy, Miami's not trading him. Trevor Lawrence, you're not trading him. You know, Atlanta would trade you a quarterbacks in a heartbeat for Dak. Right. But there's not a lot of given, you know. I think Dak Prescott is a Kirk Cousins. Yep. Steady Eddie. And a good guy. A good person. Doesn't cause any off-field problems, but don't know if he's the man to win a Super Bowl. Tough to do. I wouldn't be giving him $50 bucks, but like you said, what else are you going to do? That's the going rate now. Same with Justin Herbert. And I think Justin Herbert is better than Dak, probably. Yeah, I wouldn't trade Justin Herbert for Dak Prescott in a heartbeat. It wouldn't even close. I think Justin Herbert's got a lot bigger window, and I think he's got a lot more going for him. But you got to pay the guys. Yep, you have to. And he's fixing to get a big-ass paycheck. Dak? But no, Herbert. Did he they get already one already? Did. did they? Okay, well, what's he making, $50 million a year? Yeah, they just probably. did that. Um, All right, it's been two hours. Let's, we got another well, podcast today. Hold on, i got to figure out what Justin Herbert's contract is. Uh yeah, five years, two hundred sixty-two million dollars. Wow. Justin Herbert, payday. All right, I got a call. I got to take. Thanks. Take See you. Call. God bless you. Have a great day. Bye. Go check out our great sponsors. Go check out Hemp Hill Farms. You're getting older. You got owies. I'm sore today. Hemp Hill Farms. Get all your CBD needs. Uh, Alpha Outdoor Specialties. Shin Gear, Luck and Glass Podcast, Lucky Duck, Ducks Unlimited, Double T British Kennels, Mossberg, Stanfield Outfitters, Boss Shot Shells, Pacific Calls, Dive Bomb Industries, and Dirty Duck Coffee.